full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM The Fan 1069 FM 1390 AM The Fan 1069 Fan.com and the 1069 Fan mobile app. I'm Ajay Salveson, AJ Knight. Cody Olson sliding the ones and twos for us. Grateful for him doing his work. <laughs> I heard that in a long time. It's <laughs> not really smart for you to live over here. I got a pretty good long a long wingspan over here. What do you do? Touch dumb. me? Say something stupid. I might backhand you. I don't know. You might backhand. I might backhand you. <laughs> You're gonna have to reach a little bit there, big boy. Uh, so don't underestimate this wingspan. <laughs> AJ, co-host of the uh, morning show, ninety-four-five VFX. <laughs> I'm in control of the text line. I feel like I should absolutely say that right now. Okay. Uh, zero three two one. Howdy, Cody and AJ. <laughs> Zero three two one. Okay, I want to know something. Producer Cody, turn your mic on for a bit. Sorry, zero three two one's us. That's my bad. Nine three one five. I was gonna say Leon Rose. No, no, no. texting into the show. Nine three one five. For yeah, it's Leon Rose. Yeah, howdy, Cody and AJ. That's okay, so here's the thing, Cody. Yeah. is your mic on? Uh, yeah. Okay, first of all, AJ started a very criminal criminal act by yep. a hashtag yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Yes. Did you? Okay, I gotta be straight up with you. Be straight up with us too. Did you up. text your friends? Did I text to, my friends? And tell them to text me I, the show? Uh, I just have a lot of fans out there. I don't know what to no, tell you. No, no. I'm telling you to be honest with us. <laughs> I am. Live I have been nothing press. but honest. Did you text your friends and tell them to text into the show? With the hashtag, turn your mic, turn Cody's mic on. Uh, not that uh, specifically, no. Oh, but you did tell him to text in. <laughs> he just talked about how mean you were. I'm not I, even that mean. I put my sob story on. You did on. kick him out of the studio. No. Yes. Yes. He deserved it. He earned it. I have a wonderful bunch of people that are uh, combi- compiling a whole bunch of That's uh, great. Hate. We've, got, we've got a Cody fan club going on. That's Hashtag wonderful. That's great. <laughs> don't. Yes, get it going. Hey, Jay, don't get don't it going. you dare. You know, don't abuse the advantage of having a text line. Or else I'll delete it. I'll delete it. No, I'm tweeting now. I'll delete Hashtag our text line. Mike. Hey, it's the Guild Mortgage text line that we uh, invite you all to participate in our show on. Anybody and everybody is welcome. We are a inclusive group. Is that the word? Inclusive? I think I'm inclusive. I think you're a little exclusive. We are all inclusive. Everybody is welcome. Gill Mortgage is uh, has access to all loan products and can tailor to the, the perfect loan to you. Regardless of whether you are a first-time home buyer, investor, new construction, or a seasoned home buyer, Gill Mortgage and Karen Nielsen will ensure your loan is correct and closes on time. You can call them at 435 294 2480. That is the Guild Mortgage Team. Grateful for them to sponsor our text line. 435-339-0321, as AJ's already accidentally mentioned. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. So Leon Rose has already hit us up. Uh Leon Rose is not going to be hitting us up anymore. Uh and so anybody you else wants to such a fan it? already of him too, and he just nah, not supporting you. Mm-mm. We all know how big a fan AJ is of Boise State. Hey, hey, don't start that again. Don't start that. Did you see, did you hear about the prank that 277 or 2776 pulled on? I did Eric, not. one time he uh, 
<laughs> he's like, Aj, congrats on your new job. <laughs> he, he put this link out that it was like a BYU job <laughs> for radio, for sports radio. And dude, Eric was like, Aj, did you get in a job? And I just walked in. I was like, what? No. Well, why is 2776 congratulating you? I was like, come on, man. You're going to fall for that guy? Aj was living the dream, covering the Cougars. <laughs> no, not a Cougar guy. Oh, though, my nickname at Utah State under Doug Hoffman is Cosmo, the mascot for the BYU Cougars. Wow. He's Yeah, he calls me Cosmo. I mean, you did hang up on the new basketball coach yesterday. Well, that, you know what? And it might be because I told Doug Hoffman he looks like Coach Larry Kay from the, the former coach of Utah. <laughs> <laughs> that might have that might have been a problem, too. What kind too. of Utah hate <laughs> Yeah, like one, you need a Weber State reference and you got the whole foursome right there. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome, everybody, to the Full Court Press. Grateful to have you guys joining along with us. A lot to get to today on a very busy show. Uh, we'll have our pick six. We're going to talk about the Jazz and not in a good way. Uh, Utah State Aggies lose two more guys in the portal, and they're both key one off the bench and one starter. And where do you go from here? Uh, Coach Odom officially announced his, uh, I guess, presence into the Utah State men's basketball program as a head coach. We had him on our show yesterday. He was really good. That's when it became official. It was about 5.30 yesterday. Yeah, it became official when he got on with it's us. It was unofficial until he got on with us. After I hung press. up on him. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't tell you how bad <laughs> I Welcome felt. My heart dropped to my stomach. And Kyle and Kyle caught him as the nicest human being in the world. And, and Coach was on kind of a time limit because he had things to do. And I was like, Kyle, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And Kyle's like, Let's try it again. Just like <laughs> even tone, and I was like, "Oh man, you gotta you gotta face him." So I don't think he's gonna forget you. By the way, yeah, I know. You, uh, if they missed the interview, where should they find it? Oh yeah, go to uh, 1069thefan.com or wherever you get your podcast too. It's on there as well. There you go. So yeah, it's it's everywhere. We uh, it was a great interview. I thought Ryan Owen was really good with us. The over the the overseas recruiting, he has interest in that, and he seems like he has experience too, which I didn't think about. Well, I mean, what he said makes sense. It's one of the things they talk about when they talk about European players versus uh, American players, specifically in the NBA, is generally European players are more skilled because they learn how to shoot as opposed to the NBA players. It's more, you know, I guess playground, so it's about uh, being able to dribble drive. And so it makes complete sense. It's a nice mix. of It's another just another area of talent you can access, and it's treated Utah State well. Yeah. Uh, but with that, a new coach comes in, players do make decisions, and two of them decided to, to move on and uh, enter the transfer portal. One being starter, Raleigh Wooster, who has announced that he is going to be in the transfer portal uh, and we'll be looking elsewhere to take his talents. Raleigh was a great basketball player. I, and I think, and as a freshman, you knew he was going to get better. And the thing is, is I, I had said after maybe like four or five games in, that he could honestly challenge Sam Merrill and some of the records that he had. If he stayed here, you knew he was going to get better and he was going to develop. He was going to challenge Sam Merrill for some of those records. And now he's going to Utah, or I mean, not, I don't even know if he's going to Utah, wherever he goes, <laughs> then, I mean, I don't know what Stop. he's going to do or how he's going to do. Know. I heard from an unnamed source he might be going to Utah. <laughs> Hit the backup button. <laughs> we have a dump button. Oh, we got to make a dump button. I got to pull that up really quick. <laughs> quick. Hit the air raid. Um. <laughs> 2417. So grateful for him coming up with that air raid button. Uh, it's it's unfortunate because, I, you know, obviously with him being a freshman uh, this past year, he's definitely building a piece you'd like to build on. And so, you know, 
obviously you got Justin Bean. That's a big piece to have. But it's unfortunate that some of these younger kids that saw some big parts of the rotation have decided to transfer because it means that uh, Coach Odom's really going to have to, I think, go to the drawing board putting this team together as opposed sure. to trying to build off of something. Yeah. And and the reason why I do say Utah for Raleigh is because when you look on Twitter, as soon as he was entering the transfer portal, everybody said, well, he's got to be following Craig Smith and Eric Peterson, who heavily recruited Raleigh and love Raleigh a lot in what he was doing. Right. And it makes sense. Again, I we talked about this uh, for a while yesterday, just what your general um, attitude was towards the transfer portal. And again, you know, Raleigh was recruited to fit the vision of Utah State that was Coach Craig Smith. And I, yeah. And I don't know. I'm assuming he met with Coach Oda. Maybe he didn't. I don't speak for him. But, you know, if he liked that vision, thought it maximized his productivity, it makes sense that he would potentially follow him. And with it, Max Shulga will also enter the transfer portal you are uh, gonna be so heartbroken. You love you some Shulga. I loved Shulga a lot. He did a lot of things really well. When he came into the Boise State series, which was a tough series to come in cold after not playing forever, he played extremely well. And Raleigh was out for those two games, and I thought Shulga was wonderful. And then he played, uh, you know, for a lot of minutes throughout the rest of the way of the regular season, and he had some really good moments. He threw like a thirty-five bounce pass or thirty-five foot bounce pass. To Marco Anthony, that was just gorgeous. He, uh, I, my favorite moment is when he had the ball palmed in the right hand, and he pump faked the three, and then the guy just—I mean, he—the guy got turned around, and he just keeps the ball or ball palmed in his hand, and his right hand's just sticking up, and then takes one just casual dribble between the legs and pulls for three and hits it. I mean, dude, he was so moxie and so swag with what he did. I'm gonna really, really miss Max Shulga. That's a bummer to lose him. 9315 says, Maxie's the one that surprises me the most with the new coach talk about playing the way they play overseas. Yeah. Yeah, and I... Oh, man. The other thing about Max is he was a great guy off the bench, too. I don't know if he would have started this year. I think he would have came off the bench, but I thought he would have saw a lot of heavy minutes off the bench, too. I mean, I think so. It's a problem with your... It's a little bit of a tough situation, obviously, with the younger guards, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, Ajit, uh, I don't know if you know off the top of your head because uh, Cody gave me here the list that's in the transfer portal. So yeah. five Utah State players in the portal. What uh, what did the scholarship limit, I believe, in college basketball is 13. How many available scholarships Utah State have now? Oh, have a bunch. goodness gracious. So, Assuming Keta leaves, which I think at this point we all accept, he's gone. Yeah, no, Keta's gone. Yeah, yeah I sure. think Keta's actually kind of – did he not announce yet? I think he sent out a post thanking everybody at Utah State. I'm pretty sure. I'm we'll pretty sure he did. Look yeah. that up for me, will you, Cody? Yeah, I got it. Um, but he was, let's see, so Kuba, Namiish, Raleigh, Max, Alfonso, I think was on scholarship, and I don't know if he's going or staying, that's not official either, I believe, actually no it is, because he had tweeted it out, um, so what, what, do you have five right there? There's five on here, uh, but. Vadeskev, sorry, yeah, one that you haven't said. Yeah, he left. Uh, he left actually from the team a little bit early too. Things weren't working out there too well. So Alfonso, Cuba, Max, Zahar, um, Raleigh. That's five. Keta six. Is there anybody Keta six. Graduating. That means you basically have half a roster of scholarships available. That's all I know of as of right now. I don't have anybody else. That's all I know of, and Alfonso. He announced Cuba is already is uh, 
is a graduate transfer. Max Shulga, not a graduate transfer, excuse me, he's he's graduating. Max is leaving. Zahar left uh, towards the end of the season, and Raleigh transferring out into the portal. So, yeah, that's all I know. And uh, Keita did post, actually. I was going to say, I think yeah. I remember posting it was actually a, too. I don't remember it because it was actually a long time ago. So the I mean, we had, we had already assumed he's gone. But based on that, that's six players you just listed. You get 13 scholarships. That's half a roster. Yeah, there's a lot of work to do. There's a ton of work to do. Um, and I, I know they've got, I know there's some good guards out there in the portal. Obviously there's 1300 kids right now. Arizona lost some guys now due to Sean Miller's firing. So a bunch of kids are taken into the portal with that. Uh, so there's a lot of talent in the portal and there's a lot of grubby hands getting in there too. Uh, I don't know where you go with, I don't know what his intention is with the portal. I'm not sure how aggressive he gets. I, I really don't know. Um, but I, there's an, there's plenty of options for him to be able to grab people and there's, and it's an attractive place to come play basketball at too. Well, I would think, um, and we, we talked to him a little bit about it and, and he, he said the, I think he said in his press conference specifically, you know, recruiting's the lifeline. So they want to keep doing that. And he talked about how he was excited to, and, and the, um, the missionary aspect of recruiting yesterday and our interview with him was something that made the school kind of the school thing. And he was looking forward to getting into it, but at this point, with the number of transfers there are, I, I, you have to get in the portal because you can't. Uh, I don't think you can basically rebuild a. It's kind of late in the recruiting cycle, so you're probably your recruits, your recruits. Maybe you can get in late on a couple guys, but you're going to want to get some instant impact guys because yeah. I mean, right now, if you had to fill out a starting five, who is it? Cody. Uh, I'm just looking here on verbalcommits.com, and uh, we currently have three juniors on scholarship, which include Brock, Marco, and Justin Bean. Uh, two sophomores on scholarship, which is Sean and Dorius. Okay, so and, they're juniors, and now Brock, uh, Brock Bean and Marco are seniors. Yep, and then uh, three freshmen this last year, Ashworth, uh, Carson Stastny. Yep, yep. And uh, Zapala. Yeah, Shimon. Yep. Zapala. I love that guy. He's a, oh. he's a big dude. So that's, what, eight? Is that what you have? Yeah, that's what I got. Okay. Three, two, and three. Okay. They got five scholarships. That's not bad. To do. That's not bad. That's all so right. Out of those eight, who's your starting five right now? Oh, geez. Okay, that's fun. Uh oh, and Trevin Dorius just got a scholarship, by the way. Yeah, so, I, I I mentioned that. Oh, did you mention Dorius? Yep. Okay. Dorius has a scholarship. So and we have one kid, Landon Brinchley. That's uh, he's a preferred walk-on. Okay. Ridgeline star. Yep. Yep. Uh, so my starting lineup right now would be, uh, shoot. Ashworth would have to. Okay, if you're looking at it right now, Ashworth is starting. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say there should be two pretty obvious ones. Miller, Marco. <laughs> yeah, and then Miller and Bean. Miller, Bean, and Dorius. So I'd imagine, if I had to guess, Aggies fans, I'd want an experienced guard who could score, and I definitely want at least a, a big man. Mm hmm. That would be what I go We need after. a big man, and we need. Okay, but when you look for a guard, and I think you said scoring guard, right? You need somebody who can score. Like, there's too many times this season that we went on a drought yes. for three and a half, five minutes, where we just couldn't find a bucket, and there was nobody to get us that bucket. Yeah, I agree. You need a you need someone who can get to the hole. And and it's crazy because I took Sam Merrill for granted, because when you were in those droughts, it was just it was just give the ball to Sam, get into your four flat, and go. And the four flash is where you have two guard space. 
from wings, and then you have the two big men space themselves on the blocks, and one guy go to the corner, and it's just a, it's like a spread offense, um, four corners, and you just, I mean, it's ISO the whole way through, yep. and that's what, and Sam could create as a playmaker. Uh, we don't have one of those guys who's a pure playmaker right now. No, that's what I'm saying. I, just- I love Marco. I I really like Marco a lot, but as a consistent score, I need a new, uh, like a legit playmaker. I agree. If I was Coach Odom, in the least, you want a big man, a starting center, I would think, and probably I I think you would probably want a point guard who can shoot. But you need a yeah. point guard who can get to the hole. You know, though, you know what? Ashworth can get to the hole, and he can shoot. The one minor concern I have with Ashworth is defense. I love Ashworth offensively. I mean, like, and he's got guts to shoot tough shots and to make tough shots too. But it's the defense, and it's not really at his fault. It's just that the Mount West Conference is full of big guards. Just it's hard to deal with. And so, I mean, Ashford's kind of put in a tough spot. But I, but I love him offensively. Really do like him offensively. I mean, I agree. I think that that you're just you're not talking about uh, filling out the whole rest of the roster. I think you put enough there that there's enough pieces for rotation. If you add about probably two experienced players, yeah, that puts you seven, eight deep. About where you want to be, I would think. Yeah, I uh, I would imagine that, and again, this is I mean, Coach Odom's going to go with something you know maybe different than what pe- many people think is is how deep is his bench because Craig would go eight deep or maybe sometimes nine deep during the regular season and then just chop it, and you're going seven guys the rest of the way. Yeah, that- heavy on the starters and really light on the bench guys, but the bench guys would still get minutes. Yeah, we talked about that specifically. I think that was something that came up in the uh, tournament. Both was a big problem, and, and that's the, why they got the so. I mean, you think about it; they played that exhausting semifinal game versus Colorado State. Turned around and played, and that was late at night. Then turned around and played a championship game, and they were just beat. I mean, they were doggone beat. Yeah, and you, and then you have talent like Ashworth and Shulga and Baristow sitting on the bench, and he doesn't use them. It just made no sense to me. Ashworth should have played more. Um. And, and and Raleigh and it's and again it's no fault of Raleigh because Raleigh was a really good basketball player. He was just tired. And then I mean and then when you're I mean just dogging your kids for that many minutes, you got Ashworth off the bench. You've got um, Shulga off the bench. Use Doris if you have to. The, I mean, but Doris would be coming in for Keda, and you just you couldn't lose that kind of presence underneath the hoop. Um, but I mean, he, he has some bench talent. He just didn't use it, and here we are now. 2409 says, I don't believe that Worcester's going to Utah because with the way he played the last five games, I seriously doubt he could cut it in the Pac-12. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I have no idea where he's going to go. I know Craig Smith liked him a lot. I mean, if he goes to Utah, I don't think he's the starter. And Petey recruited him. No, he's too. It's too deep of a bench, too deep of a team. Okay, so so let's let's play with the crystal ball. For oh. just a bit. Okay? Sure. Come on, AJ. Play with me. You want me to guess out of the 300-whatever division no. schools? No, 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 no. Just, 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 just hear me out for just a second. I don't I don't know anything in regards of what's going on, of player, whatever. Liar. I have no idea. No, I don't. Liar. No, you can't say it because then people actually think, <laughs> son of a. <laughs> Facts. Hey. You heard, you heard the alarm. Hey. Turn the damn thing off. Hey, you know what? I need some root beer. Go to the fridge and fill up my cup. 
He's running the board. We Intern. No, he doesn't run the board. I'm he's running the board. The... No, he's not. Who's going to hold down the fort, right Ajay? Now. We don't need him to do anything. I'm the only one that knows. Don't smart off with me. Okay. Uh, you know what? Actually, you're not going to play that game now because now everyone's going to think something. No, that's too late. Uh, text it anytime. 435-339-0321. Uh, 9315, do you think any coach or player from his last school will come to Utah State and AJ just tell the truth? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't know anybody. I don't know the players at Utah. I don't know what the situation is there. I don't know what their thought process is. I have no stinking clue. I don't know why people think I have a clue. I'm not the one tweeting out breaking news right now. That's Brian Phillips. Ask him. He might know more than I do. I don't know anything. 2417. What did I miss? I had to step away for a minute. You missed Ajay saying he had no idea what was happening hey, with the Utah State 2417, I want to congratulate you because you've created the – I think it was 2417 who created the air raid. I'm pretty sure that was him. Help me if I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure it was 2417 who proudly created air raid. That might have been it. Maybe it was guaranteed. Yeah, so. it might have been. Yes, it was. So. They say, yeah. All right, all right. 2417, congratulations. Two four zero nine. AJ just said the truest thing I've ever heard when he said, "I have no idea." Okay, calm down. Take a I mean, shot. You, know, you want to answer their people's questions? I'll pass this to you. <laughs> Cody put this together. There's a okay. couple of UMBC players on there. Yeah, this. Uh, let's see here. Oh, the Darnell Rogers. Okay, so people are like, "Well, is he a five star or a four star?" That doesn't matter to me. AJ, does it matter to you? Well, no, because the the big reason that obviously the coach would the player would transfer to me is well, you would hope he's productive. Obviously, that's why Utah State would take him. But two, it lessens the learning curve. This sure. guy knows the offense I want to run, so listen to him. He's going to lead us through as the rest of you adjust. But no, the the talent like rankings get overblown a lot, and so you're looking for I think at this point system fitters. That's what I think Craig Smith is going to. Like no offense, but from Utah State compared to Utah, but that's what Craig Smith I think is going to find at Utah is a system will get you so far, but now talent starts to be a bigger factor. I think in Utah State you can use a system to kind of make up some of the talent deficits. No, that makes sense. So as Darnell Rogers, Gab, UMBC, uh, averaged fourteen points, two and a half rebounds, and three almost four assists in one season with the uh, Thunderbirds. Uh, prior to that, he played at JC College. Um, he had one year at Florida Gulf Coast. He, that's where he played 20 games, scoring a season high 11 points against Weber International. Was the leading scorer at Indiana Land High School despite not playing a senior season. Wow. Dang. And Brandon Horvath, uh, he had a breakout year for his, during his junior season. He, this guy's actually really good. Playing all 33 games, 30 starts, 11 points, team best, six and a half boards, and about 30 minutes per game, shooting 48% from the field, 38 from three. At 15 blocks and 31 steals, 362 points scored, second most on the team, and probably had a career high 23 and 19 against Binghamton on February 26th. That guy is a really good ball player. I wonder if he's related. Purdue has a running back with the last name Horvath. I wonder if they're related. Yeah, yeah, you know, probably. Yeah, because Horvath. Yeah, because Horvath is a name. Yeah, you, you mean you never know. You, you should hit up your uh, Purdue uh, connections. They're in the transfer portal. <laughs> They're looking for a guard. The whole team is. No, they let go of two. One, one I mean, you lose in the first round. Playing. You're all in the transfer portal. Purdue, Purdue will be a preseason top ten. I want You want to go there? We can yeah, go there. how's that going for you? Preseason top ten. I bet that's going to go well again. 
Uh, I'm sorry. Where is your is your school? I'm sensing be a lot of anger. No, over I'm there, just Audrey. saying. Hey, would you rather go to the first round and be a low seed and get beat like you're supposed to, or be a low or be a high seed and get your butt handed to every year? I'm just wondering. Well, you said every year for the second one, so I definitely don't want that. Okay, well, time out. What does it matter? You no, lost time in out. the first round. Yo, you guys lost in the first round to a team that was worse than you. You don't know that. They didn't play each other. What are you talking about? North Texas was better than Purdue on that tournament day. Yeah, exactly. Okay. They're, they're a better basketball team than Purdue. Yeah, that day, yeah. No, what do you mean? That day? They were that day. Yeah. Purdue is... Goes what, to the what, first round. What, what what bet do you want to make? Purdue will finish better a better record than Utah State. Purdue will go further in the tournament. You tell me what bet you want to make. I'll make it right now. Purdue's going to go further in the tournament than Utah State, unless they play anybody named North Texas, or unless they play anybody I'm of a four, lot of blow or if they, or if no they blow a thirteen made. seed. I've given we'll see you, how that goes. I've given you the opening. You make the terms. All I'm hearing is a lot of bloviating. Okay, wait. You have a better record than Utah State. Purdue will have a better wait, record. We're not, we're not allowed to bet rank. on this show. You. You know that role. Tell me what you want. I want a foot rub. <laughs> Don't we all? And get in between the toes. <laughs> you have a serious problem. No, I need a foot rub, and I want it in between the toes. All right, that's so. If Utah State, what do you want? Let's hear it. I want a foot rub. I just told you. What is the parameters of the Nevada guessing game? <laughs> okay, so. Uh, let's see. Purdue. Okay, Utah State's gonna have a better record. No, ooh. <laughs> I gotta think about it. Yeah, you quiet it up pretty <laughs> quick. Here's your big brain, LJ. Nine nine four eight says Big Ten versus Mountain West. No brainer. Mountain West all day, baby. And you know what? Because you, if you put the Purdue Boilermakers as a four seed versus the thirteen seed at San Jose State, I take the Sparties all day. <laughs> you can have that one. <laughs> Not going to work. Tim Miles couldn't beat Purdue at Nebraska, so. Oh, okay. Oh, here you go. Now you're jumping off the Tim Miles bandwagon. Look at you. I think he's great for the Mountain West. Look at you. I think he did a good job in Nebraska. The problem is Nebraska fans are much like, to me, Texas fans or Tennessee football fans or Notre Dame anything fans. They have to win immediately or it's stupid. Or they think that they can they can hire anybody. Everybody wants to coach here. Hey, kind of an off-the-wall question, AJ. But who has a shorter leash, just Ooh. based from the crowd? Okay. Craig Smith at Utah or Chris Beard at Texas? I'm going to say Craig Smith because I think Beard's a so national championship. I'm with you on this. And I don't think they're very happy with Shaka Smart. I think you're actually asking me Shaka Smart at Marquette because I don't think his leash is very long at all. Really? At Marquette? I don't think so. Really? He hasn't been able to figure it out at Texas. Texas recruited all right. Texas has a lot of money. Hey, by the way, I'm hearing I am hearing rumor, and I I've heard a little bit of of get up from this. Uh, the whole like Mark Pope could have some interest at Arizona. Seriously? Yeah. What I read, on I Twitter, don't know if he's interviewing or not. I have no idea how far it's going to go. That's interesting. I'm hearing a little bit of pop from that though, that there is a slur of interest, and and a guy like Mark Pope who can win, who he won at UVU, he's winning at BYU, uh, he's a great recruiter. He's. I mean, he can coach too. There's. I mean, if there's if there's even a little bit of interest, you might. I don't. I don't know. Again, I don't know if he interviews. I don't know if he would get the job. Like, there's a lot of great candidates in that in that uh, poll. I'm sure. But man. what I read on Twitter yesterday was the two former players that you mentioned. The one, Damon Stoudemire, 
And then uh, Miles Simon. Yeah, those two. Luke Walton said no because he's an idiot. Okay, so here's the thing. Did you kind of like look at that and be like, he's like, I love the NBA. I love being a head coach for that. I'm like, dude, you don't know how long you're going to be a head coach for the Sacramento Kings. I don't think they he, might get rid of him. I don't think he, if he doesn't figure it out, let's say next season. Yeah, what's his when, leash? When did like? he get there? So LeBron has been there. Is this LeBron's third year, right? Yeah. So, so he wasn't was last the year? First year. So yeah, last year would have been his first year Sacramento. Yeah, he doesn't figure it out next year. He's not only not the coach of the Kings anymore, he is not an NBA head coach, coach. anymore. Yeah. He's had chances. He'll get a great assistant job. You know how that goes. Like oh, yeah. Probably. Mike Brown, Tyrone Liu. Uh, yeah, he'll get a great assistant I, job somewhere. I'm with you, but he's not an NBA head coach No, anymore. I'm with you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I just I feel like the leash is shorter for Craig Smith than it is Chris Beard for a number of I, reasons. I agree. Well, because one— I'm, I I, I want to reiterate this before I make this point. I do absolutely think Utah State wins at least one game in the tournament two years ago, two tournaments ago. So not this past one, last year they got yeah, canceled. Yeah. I absolutely think Utah State wins at least a game. But he hasn't won a, a tournament game. And yep. for Utah, getting back is one thing, but you got to win. Yep. And they should have beat your, uh, your sweatshirt team, uh, the Washington Huskies. They were favored to win I that game that, uh, and yeah, picked they were. by a lot of people. I thought they were going to. Uh, so one, he hasn't won in the tournament, and two, um, I really think that after we saw what the Pac-12 did in the tournament this year, there's going to be an expectation that because of what he did at Utah State, how quickly he turned the Aggies around, he's going to do the same thing at Utah and at least get them competitive. Hmm. So I'm with hmm. you. I think there's lease is way shorter for him, even yeah. though it's Texas and if, Beard. And if I mean I don't know what the situation is going to be, but he's he's got to make sure he keeps guys there too. Because if you guys got if you get guys hopping into the portal, that's uh, it's not a great well, thing. Something else to think about too. So obviously, right? Uh, UCLA went to the Final Four. Uh huh. Um, USC went to the Elite Eight. USC right? was in the Elite Eight. Oregon was in the Sweet Sixteen. Oregon State was in the Elite Eight. Oregon State was in the Elite Eight. Stanford has a five star prospect coming in next year. That's what I heard. Yeah, Purdue recruited him, and he picked Stanford. So they're they're getting a five star guy for a school that doesn't normally get those kind of guys. Like. It's, He's going to need to win. Arizona's also not going to be terrible forever. No. And, and I'm telling you, if they get the right hire, if they do, if they get the right hire for this job, watch out. Because A, that portal's going to come humming over to Arizona. And two, if you, I mean, if it's Damon Stoudemire, the guy actually has a brain and he can coach. Sean Miller is coaching pure based on talent. That's it. Damon Stoudemire yeah, yeah. can get you guys to win. And I... I don't even know if it's going to be Damon. I know he's in the running, and a lot of people like him. But, yeah, I'm with you. They're not going to be bad for – and Arizona State under Bobby Hurley is not yeah, a bad situation. It's a weird year, but, yeah, I would agree yeah. with that too. So, yeah, I mean, Washington's usually a decent program also. All right, uh, time to go to break. We're going to talk some Utah Jazz basketball. We're actually going to wait for the second hour for that because we have a lot of griping, I, I'm sure both you and I. Our hall of shame that we usually say for – the, uh, from the Bleachers podcast yep. might be used today. Yep. I've got some complaints, and <laughs> I think Rudy Gobert ran himself out of the MVP race here for a bit. All right, let's go to a break here. It's uh, the Full Court Press on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Our business has been family-owned and operated since 1970. We encourage you to shop local, and we promise you'll experience the Daryl's difference with us. Don't forget, we guarantee the lowest price on Whirlpool and Maytag appliances. We also offer financing on all appliances. Remember, shop local for the best-selling appliances in the business, Whirlpool and Maytag. Plus, you always get Daryl's outstanding service, Daryl's West on Airport Road. 
Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. I never thought about his golfing career, if it was going to continue. When you get to be 45 or 46, just normal golfers on tour, you don't play competitive golf at a very high level on a consistent basis. But he's already had his career defined. I think he's the greatest golfer of all time. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. A fan. At Valley Office Systems, we want you seen green with the savings we can offer you for your office equipment, furniture, and supply needs. Our goal in 2021 is to continue to offer the best products and value at even better prices. Valley Office Systems, a service company above all else. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. (laughs) I got two things for you, Jay. I keep wanting to say cool 103.9, dude. (laughs) From the Bleachers Putnam, Full Court Press... (laughs) That's Audrey Savison. I'm AJ Knight on 1069 The Fan. Uh, stream it online at 1069thefan.com and get the mobile app 1069 The Fan totally free in your app store. So let me get this text first, and then we get the listeners first. So, uh, yeah. 9948 text in. What are your thoughts on McEwen going to Weaver? It's a great pickup for Randy Ray. He's going to be really, really good there. He wasn't bad at Marquette, it was just it was full of dogs. Right, like I mean, he was just full of incredible didn't talent. Did he say too? I think we talked. He about He was this. starting. He had some injuries too, didn't he? he kind of got banged up a little bit at Marquette. Yeah, Marquette, he did. Yeah, at Utah State, he was healthy. I mean, the people's fantasy dream of Aggie Nation, I think, was man, if 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 Sam Merrill and and Kobe McEwen would have played underneath Craig Smith, yeah. what that would have been like. Yeah, I mean, fair. the scoring would have been elite, and that team would have been really good. I think they they, they would have beat Washington. In the NCAA tournament, but it's a great, it's great pickup for Randy Ray. I'm happy for him. Um, you know, Randy Ray is, is such a good dude, and the program has been kind of going downhill for a bit, and this helps le- uh, level things out. Um, I, I, I think Kobe McEwen will shine a lot at Weber State, and they got Utah State next year, by the way. I think inside the spectrum. Nice. Uh, my other thing for you is a riddle. What two brothers both got fired this year that were college basketball head coaches? Patinos. No. No, 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 no. Thinking. <laughs> Sorry, Iona. My bad. Um, what two brothers were coaches this year? That- We've been talking about one of them. Sean Miller? Yep. And who's, his brother. Who, who's his brother? Archie, who coached Indiana oh, University. Oh, dude, Yeah. <laughs> That's me playing my violin. Cause Man, you suck. are just, you are rolling in the deep over there, aren't you, with that? Look, they can both recruit, both can't coach. Bravo. Hey, did we talk about this on our show or on our podcast, what the combination of, like, Utah fans would be to Indiana? Uh, I was on the show. Oh, I was on the show. Okay. Yeah, I think it was, uh, let's see, today's, I think it was Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? All right. I thought it was a great answer from you. I thought that was such a really good answer. Indiana fans are terrible. <laughs> Sorry, people that cheer for Indiana in general are terrible. Uh, we got our text line, Gil Mortgage text line, 435-494-9934. AJ Nottam, AJ Salveston, Cody Olton doing a great job on the board. We appreciate all he all he does for us. Uh, AJ, the, the transfer portal is now, what, 1,300 kids deep now, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's, it's pretty full. I know that. It's on the paper. 
Is it on the paper? How many kids do you have? Oh, yeah. So uh, nearly 1,300 kids. 1,273 to date right now. Right. That's a lot of kids. So uh, the, the question is, what if you're a coach going into the transfer portal, are you looking for the best athlete or the best fit for your team? Fit. That, I mean, seriously. So, And that's the right answer, by the way. Seriously. So I'm, I'm going to bash out you again, but for legit, one of the reasons they said Archie Miller got fired from Indiana is because Indiana always out-recruited Purdue. They yeah. got the more talented star players, but they didn't make any sense as a team. Mm-hmm. So then Purdue is on one of its longest winning streaks against Indiana since like the 60s or the Which 50s, Which is what I now? Think. Uh, I think it's nine. I think they've won nine in a row, and they've won, I think, the last five down in Bloomington. Oh, oh um, man. But, yeah, then, then that's one of the reasons they said is because if you look at the, <coughs> the rankings is that IU typically gets the best player out of Indiana and Purdue doesn't. But as a team, Indiana makes no sense. They, and that's that's their problem. And so that's and now Purdue had pulled the – now I'm just bragging. But Purdue pulled two top 50 recruits for next year, one of them out of IU's backyard. Hey, did you like Matt Harms? He's now at BYU. Were you a fan of him? Or, I mean, what was <laughs> – Yeah, I, I am. He's. Uh, I feel like he's soft. He is. He is. He he couldn't put weight on, and that's one of the big things is that you have a seven foot three guy who can't play offense in the post. Yeah, and he's in the Big Ten. And that's, that's just not going to work. Yeah, that's like why Luke he, Garza thinks you're a small burrito. <laughs> he lost his starting job, and that's why he left. Yeah, and you know he's been a great fit for BYU. He really has. He's coming along well. Um, he's such a dr- drama queen, though. Like, I guess I I don't follow him on Twitter, but I've been told that he, like on his Twitter account he'll put like eyeballs and. Kind of this riddle message of, should I come back or not? I need attention. Will you guys pay attention to me? Will you guys let me know if I should come back or not? Just I don't Make he, your own decision, man. You're from, 29. Uh, Holland, I think. Um, so, I, I don't know what the prospects are of playing in Europe. I don't pay as much attention to that to me. It's, it's NBA or nothing. He's not going to the NBA, so. You don't think he's good enough for the, for the league? No, because he... He's not athletic enough, in my opinion. Um, he's a good shot blocker. He's got a decent shot, but no. I mean, he couldn't He couldn't hack it at Purdue, so hmm. you're going to make it in the NBA? So, 1,273 kids in the portal. You're looking for the right fit. What is the right fit for Utah State? I mean, we're not going to sit here and tell you or predict what kids are going to go into Utah State. That's not how we can do it. But just in regards of a general aspect, what would be the right fit for Utah State? I think if it was me, because you're definitely starting Bean, you're definitely starting Miller. So that's your two forwards. And Marco as well. I, guess. I would guess Marco as well. I think for sure, obviously, you're losing uh, Keta. You need a center. Yeah. And you would probably want someone that could bring some defense, but you got they got to move because it's uh, quite evident to me, and he didn't come out completely and say so because he kind of gave more general philosophy. But Coach Odom's system is run. Run, 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 run. So you want a rim runner that uh, place of defense. And I think they need, a, a, I would say, a point guard that uh, can shoot the ball but just fills up the comparison, not to say he would come here, but like Marcus Carr is the number one player according to 247 Sports in the transfer portal. Somebody like that. He's going to handle the ball. He's going to create plays because he demands so much attention, but he's going to score you a bunch of points. How many five? I would, you know what's really wondering is how many five stars are in the transfer portal? That like left Fair their place. teams because he like UNC lost Roy Williams. How many five star kids left there? Uh, Arizona has probably lost a little bit of talent. Miami's getting shredded. Miami is oh man, they're just getting absolutely purged. I feel bad for them because that's a real that was a really really good basketball team 
who's lost and in Arkansas, by the way, Arkansas and like Eric Musselman is just that's all he does. He sits in the portal and like waits for kids. There are three five star recruits in the transfer portal right now. That's it. That is it. Dude, that means UNC and teams like that have done a great job of keeping their kids. But that the kid that uh, Eric Musselman just picked up from Miami is legit. He's so good. Oh yeah, they're loaded because they got the what they got the kid from Miami and the kid from Pitt, I believe, to go along with the team that was already in the uh, Elite Eight, right? Because they lost yeah. to Baylor. Yeah, uh-huh. the Elite Eight. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, small correction: Miami was terrible this year. Pretty lost to him, and it was a bad loss. That's probably why they're transferring. But yeah. Uh, it's it, it'll be interesting uh, again I, like I said we've gotten our argument about Purdue and Utah State Purdue's actually in the portal trying to find I think a, a scoring guard to uh, do something similar to what Utah State needs uh, last I heard they were attached to the Toledo point guard really I heard dude he's a little baller too yep he's got some skill that'd be nice for them where Marcus Carr goes he's a good player Awesome. Uh, again, if you want to text into the show, 435-339-0321. Uh, I'm not looking at the line, so you guys are going to have to help me here. 9315. Uh, let's see. Hold on. What are the odds we can find both the athlete and the right fit? AJ, Cody, AJ, give me your percentages. We can find both. The athlete and the right fit. I think it's high. I think considering the circumstances, like you have a pretty good like chance of finding something. I would think so because to me, if you're in the transfer portal, unless you're, so you could be generally unhappy with the situation. Like, I think that's why kids are leaving Miami. But you ultimately, I think, want to flash and show what you can do. So if you're Coach Odom, I can say there's necessarily holes, but like at center, there would seemingly at this point be a hole. And you could find someone, you could probably sort of over recruit your normal school position by saying, look, 25, 30 minutes, here you go. This team's going to be good. Look what we've done the last few years. Go. So that would help. I would I would say hi. I think again, I think Coach Jones is a great hire. There's definitely opportunity. I would say hi. Yeah, me too. I'm absolutely with you. I think it, Coach Jones is going to find the right fit and a fit that's going to fit with this team that's already together that can gel. He he cares about the kids that are here. There's no question about that. And I think for that reason, he's going to find something that's going to mesh with everybody else. Nine nine four eight. Why would you lock in Brock Miller as a starter if he's a starter there in trouble? It means the roster lacks talent. Uh, veteran experience. I like, yeah. I like, and I know everybody's bragging on Brock, Brock Miller. The guy was playing with a 20% like attached back. He had a broken back and he was playing. He was in incredibly horrible shape. I, maybe he shouldn't have been playing, but the fact that he'd go on the court and he'd go defend the best player on every team night after night said something to me. The guy was dedicated and wanted to be out there helping his team. And you're going to say, well, he hurt his team more than he helped his team. So did every other player not named Amish Keta and, or yes. Justin Bean. Yeah. Honestly, those were the two players yeah, that fair. really kept Utah State in contention for a Mount West Conference championship and into the NCAA tournament. Keta and Bean. I, I'm with you. I know it, it's it's kind of gone around the workplace a little bit. Miller's definitely caught a bunch of crap around here as well. But yeah. he's hurt. And again, you need in the in, in any in any basketball game now, you need three point shooting and defense. Yeah. He does that. He does. One of those two right now, when he's healthy, he can do both really well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so I think that's, I think Bean and, and I think you're probably right. Anthony Bean and Miller are your locks as starting lineup. You could probably fill in the rest. Yeah, I, I imagine Dorius, I mean, unless they find a very quality big man, I imagine Dorius would probably get the, the nod at the big spot right now, as we speak right now. Yeah, yes, I agree. 
All right. Any other text? Uh, I don't, I don't want to. Not, read not okay. I don't want to read this one right yet. Not yet. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's a good thing that you're not looking at the screen. <laughs> Who is this? Leon Rose again? <laughs> Can't decide which hosting I uh, do. I like better AJ and Eric or AJ. But okay. You know what? You know what? Two seven seven six. It's crap like this that makes me just want to go work at Mickey D's. Okay, I'll do it. All right. And if you come to Mickey D's and I see you, you better ha- you better hope better hope that I'm not flipping burgers that day. All right, let's go to break. Let's go to break. I can't do this anymore. It's uh, it's Adam Ajay Salveson. You're listening to the Full Court Press. Wait, quit laughing. Motorists traveling through Sardine Canyon, US 8991 will notice areas of smoke today as fire crews clear dead timber near Mount Pisgah. The smoke is coming from multiple prescribed burns taking place above the Pisgah Stone Products Rock Quarry. Cache County Fire Marshal Jason Wynn said smoke will be visible throughout the southern part of Cache Valley while the prescribed burns take place. Firefighters are on site through the entire operation and residents don't need to contact 911. A similar prescribed burn is also taking place near the mouth of Providence Canyon as U.S. Forest Service crews there are burning several slash piles in a 15-acre area. This is Noelle Cockett, president of Utah State University. USU greatly values organizations that serve our community. One such organization is CAPSA, a critical partner providing additional support to USU students, faculty, and staff impacted by domestic violence. Utah State works closely with CAPSA and often refers individuals for confidential services. Thank you, CAPSA, for supporting our campus community. When you know CAPSA, you know hope. We all believe our team is the best. Whether you're a bobcat, a wolf, a grizzly, a mustang, or a riverhawk, we can all agree on one thing. Les Olson Company is the best choice for your office technology needs. So if you need to copy it, print it, scan it, or network it, Les Olson Company is there for all of your office technology needs. Just Les Olson it. Visit lessolsonit.com today. Les Olson Company. Is your business hiring now or in the future? Or are you looking for a new job or career change? Plan to participate in or attend the Cash Valley Media Group Job Fair. Thursday, April 22nd at Castle Manor in Hyde Park from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Don't miss this opportunity to visit with hundreds of potential employees looking for work or to change careers. Call 752-1390 or go to cashvalleydaily.com to get involved in the job fair at Castle Manor. Thursday, April 22nd, presented by Cash Valley. Media Group. Hi, this is John Horton, General Manager at ARS. COVID-19 is a mess, but it doesn't have to be. We at ARS recognize your desire to take the best care of your workspace and home in order to protect your family, staff, and other building occupants. We have certified technicians that use leading industry processes, state-of-the-art equipment and technology, and cutting-edge products when disinfecting. We understand your needs and are ready to help. Remember, got a mess? Call ARS. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Cool. Oh, man, I outdid it again. Higher and higher. <laughs> uh, AJ Nadamaji South here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Uh, again, I want to go back to Brock Miller. And yeah, I nine just nine four eight eight feeling it. Okay, hit me with it. What's going on? Uh, okay, so nine nine four eight said you just solidified my statement even more. If Brock Miller's on the court hurt, that proves the point even more. The roster lacks talent. 
Also, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm in no way bagging on Miller. This has and will continue to be the problem. Aggies just don't get the impact players in the backcourt that can take over a game. If there isn't 50 screens being set, most of the players can't create. Yeah, Sam Miller or Sam Miller. Sam Merrill was the lone guy who I've known. Maybe even Kobe McEwen too. And, and 994 can can give me his thoughts on that. But I, I feel like Kobe McEwen and Sam Merrill were the two guys who could create and score without having to have a screen set. They could just do it by themselves. The thing about Brock Miller is it wasn't that they had a lack of depth. It was that Brock Miller was the best defender on the team. Right. Like, that, that, that's simply the case. It wasn't, it wasn't the roster. It's just he was such a good defender, and he really was. You watch him play defense with the broken back, and you're like, man, if this guy had a healthy back, I mean, it's just incredible. I would agree with that. Um and part of it too is like you said, you're gonna have a little bit of uh veteran leadership. Ooh, oh no. You might have to help out five, six, three, yeah, four. Yeah. Uh, okay. One second. Nine three one five said I love the full court press because AJ's always so excited and feeling good most of the most of the time. That is not true. I've listened to him. AJ's a cynic. <laughs> I'm a realist. Yeah, that's what he would say. <laughs> that's what um uh, I'll, Jay, I'll let you do this one. Five, six, three, no. four. Why isn't Raleigh a lock for the starting lineup? Uh, well. <laughs> Look, five, six, five, six, three, four. Sometimes your favorite players, they just they got they go to the they go to the barn. They get the fills. They they go to the barn because they need all that extra room to run and play. And they're <laughs> I love fine. how you described this with the music. They're fine. They love you. Raleigh's Raleigh transferring. The, yeah, Raleigh hit the transfer portal. Raleigh is out. He's leaving, as is Max Shulga. <laughs> Any more questions, kids? <laughs> sorry, 564. Yeah, sorry, 564. We yeah. had to be the one to break it. Yeah, <laughs> we we feel bad. Uh, yeah, Raleigh is transferring, as is Max Shulga. That's a, those are two big losses for the team. Um, so we'll see what uh, Coach Odom can do now inside the transfer portal and, and what he goes to find and, and what he looks for. And maybe if he goes and tries and snags a kid from UMBC, which is possible, too. Sense. We'll see. I don't know. That 5-2 guy? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, he talked about him in his presser, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, all right. Let's go to break. Coming back, we'll talk a little bit of Masters. I know you're not a golf guy. I am, though. And uh, the the, the course has been difficult for a lot of people in the first round, except for one guy. And that one guy is running away with the Masters right now. It's the Full Court Press on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At my mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posture Pedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at my mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and AJ Selvison. Thank you for being along the ride yeah, with us. Our listeners aren't incredible. They really are, Eric. Greatly appreciate them and uh, are grateful you guys are a part of the Full Court Press with us. 2776, where's AJ? That's, I'm out of here. <laughs> 
You know. <laughs> you want to know where AJ is? I'll go get AJ for you. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. One hundred six nine FM, thirteen ninety AM. The fan agent, I, Ajay Salves. Okay, you know what? Yeah. You might get your jollies because you know one guy, one guy likes you on the show. Okay, so I'm here for, and that is two seven seven six. I'm here to cater for two two seven seven six. Yeah, and you know, it sounds like you take care of all his oh, needs. Oh yes, two seven seven six. We are going to be friends because he was jamming out to that bump as well. I love Good Charlotte. That's Good Charlotte. Yep, don't want to fall in love. I thought that was ACDC. Gee. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to throw up. What are you talking about? I thought it was ACDC. No. I thought that was uh, back in, was it, was it called Watch. Back in Black or something? No. Talk golf, please. For whatever, for the love of everything holy, talk golf. Uh, Piranhas tweeted at me, or and you and I, AJ, about 41 minutes ago. Wait, tuned in a few minutes late. Raleigh's transferring? <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, an unofficial source <laughs> tells me he's definitely transferring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did you just tweet out Cody's running the board on full court press? Hashtag turn on. Don't. Hashtag turn on Cody's <laughs> Don't mic. do Make this, it happen, man. people. Stop Make it. it happen. His mic's on already because he's controlling the board. Turn off your damn mic. <laughs> Gal. Nobody wants to hear from Cody. I want to hear from AJ and Ajay. All right. Uh, really quickly, let's get to some Masters talk. Uh, Justin Rose is killing it right now. Yeah, I have the uh, minus. He, he's under set. He's uh, shooting an under seven right now. That's four strokes ahead of the second place guy, which is Harmon. Hideki is minus three or under me three hundred. Did we say minus three? Uh, Will Zatorez is two under. As is Christian something. He's two under. So I, I don't want to distract real fast, but the the worst guy is Mize. I don't know. He's an American. He's plus 12. At what point do you call it? You're like, all right, this is not my day. I'm out. I'm you, out. You, you, you missed a three-foot putt? Nah, you're not, not feeling it. You know, I'm just going to take my $100 and uh, get the heck out of here. Put me in last. I'm I am good. getting ready for the Toyota Classic in my backyard. <laughs> or maybe you're just like, you know what? It's maybe time I go be a car salesman. This This golfing gig is not for me. Hey, you know what? That gives us hope, though, right? I mean, we can go play golf and suck and then just get our money and leave. I mean, Happy Gilmore did all right, so. Uh, hey, by the way, best golfing movie ever? Without a doubt, Legend of Bagger Vance. Matt Damon, Will Smith. I haven't seen a ton of, uh, I haven't seen a ton of golf movies, so I don't. I Dude, you need to this. watch that one. Speak to it. You would love that movie. It is really, really, really good. One of the best sports movies of all time. Check it out. And, and hey, by the way, did you know yesterday Major League Two or Major League and a Sandlot came out on the same day? I didn't know that in theaters. Nah. Yeah, Major League Classic. and Sandlot came out on the same day. Classics. Which one do you like more? Major League. Me too. Me Absolutely. Some, love me some Rick Vaughn. Absolutely. How much time do we got left? Thirty seconds. Okay. Uh, well, coming up here in the second hour, we're going to talk Utah Jazz basketball. We're going to get to our pick six. I still owe you, and I got your gift at home. Actually, I owe Eric. So we're all. Hey, we're go. all. Hey, hey, Eric owes me. There you go. There you go. 
Three's a, three's a company. Absolutely. I about said something else, but I had to be really careful. I about said the bad thing. Don't, AJ. Don't. You know better. Be better, yeah, AJ. Awesome threesome. I got you. No, that's not. No. Oh, second hour coming up next. Shame on you. It's from China. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Deshaun Watson and his accusers will likely have their days in court at some point in the future. Whether that's civil or criminal remains to be seen. But Watson is suffering losses in the court of public opinion. Yesterday, Nike announced they were suspending their relationship with the Texans quarterback. Soon after, Beats said they were cutting ties with Watson as well. So far, most of what we know has come from either the accusers or Watson's lawyers. We did hear from an alleged victim on Tuesday, and it was powerful. Now we wait. The legal process will reveal more facts. Watson's refusal to play for the Texans seems like a storyline from a long, long time ago. He was a popular player with a stellar reputation, but all of that has changed. The sponsors are the first to flee. We'll see if Watson loses anything else as the process continues over the next couple of weeks and months. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Next time you tee it up, grab the Callaway golf ball that tour players like John Rahm and Xander Shoffley play. It's Chrome Soft. There's Chrome Soft with soft feel, great distance, short game control, and Callaway's most popular tour ball, Chrome Soft X with workability, amazing green side action. You've got options. Now with the new Chrome Soft XLS, Callaway's low spinning tour ball that delivers max distance off the tee. Chrome Soft isn't just better, it's better for everyone. Find your Chrome Soft at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. What happens when health insurance goes further? When we combine access and attention with community and compassion? When data helps 2 million at-risk senior citizens get COVID-19 vaccines? Everything changes. At America's Health Insurance Plans, we're bringing health insurance providers together, delivering care and coverage for better health and lower costs. Why? Because care changes everything. Learn more at carechangeseverything.com. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. See, here's the thing. And even when I didn't mean to get beaned, I still got beaned. So, for example, I went to square bunt, and I'm horrible at bunting. It's an easy sacrifice to get the man from first to second. Right. I bunt it, and it goes off the plate, and it hits me in the Wachobis, and I fall. Here's the problem is that it was fair. Oof. I mean, you were going to be an easy out anyway. Dude, I had some speed back then. Not at that point in time. <laughs> Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Are you a small business owner? Who's your bank? This is Bruce Rigby. I want to invite you to bank with us at Cash Valley Bank. We specialize in helping small business, and we have great people. That's the Cash Valley Bank difference. Decisions made locally, without all the red tape, by people who care and know how to help small business. Cache Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cache Valley. Cache Valley Bank, member FDIC. The home for Skyview Sports. Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. what you need to know. Got all kinds of things going on today in Major League Baseball, but first off, we got the Masters. Now Rose for his par in a round of 65 back and through and, and in. Might have, uh, whatever. It's in now. <laughs> what a comeback. Justin Rose was two over through seven. 
He goes nine under from there in to shoot seven under par, and the lead is four. Yeah, the call courtesy of Sirius XM. Justin Rose is your leader at minus seven. Shot a 65 on the day. Brian Harmon is tied for second place. He is at minus three. Webb Simpson is at two under par. In Major League Baseball, a handful of games going on right now. One that's gone final. The lanky southpaw going to work on Anthony Rizzo. Cubs lead 3-2, eighth inning. Rizzo lines one to deep right field. It's got a chance. Gone. Cubbies win it today by a final 4-2 over Pittsburgh. Mets in a confusing way. Dump the Marlins 3-2. I'm David Gascon. Court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Salvison. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM The Fan. Oh. Hi, welcome to the show, AJ. So when you said talk jazz, you really meant like scald, yell, be sad, depressed about the jazz, Uh yeah, right? we we are gonna throw SEC rules out the window here. I thought so, yeah. It's AJ Nana Maj Salvas at 1069 FM 1390 AM the fan. Uh full court press here, Cody Olson doing the great work behind the board. Um I have watching that game last night was to say that it was frustrating is an understatement. And love to hear from our uh, listeners on our Guild Mortgage text line at four three five three three nine zero three two one. Uh, okay, so 2417 said 10 Cup, which is immediately the movie I thought. I haven't seen it, but when you I haven't seen about that one. golf movies, I think it's the one with Shia LaBeouf. Uh, and then 2776 says there's no Kevin Costner or Don Johnson in Bagger Vance. Wait. Huh? Oh. Yeah, I get what he's saying. Uh, is that for Love of the Game or is that The Rookie? Or Fill the Dreams. Fill the Dreams is a good sports movie, too, but I, I like The Legend of Bagger Vance. Oh, they're in 10 Cup. Okay. Oh, okay. Seven, gotcha, seven, gotcha, gotcha. And then nine three one five says the jazz la- the jazz game last night was like a State Farm commercial. Surprisingly great for the Suns. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Have you seen the meme that says the reason why Chris Paul actually went to play in Phoenix? No. It's because his new State Farm agent looks exactly like Devin Booker. <laughs> oh, he does look at him. They look so much alike. Devin Booker looks like he got a face remodel. Devin Booker's not that great. Pretty good last night. Yeah, with like six turnovers. I gotta be honest. Like they no, I don't care. He closed that game last night. No, Chris Paul closed that game. It last was no, Chris Devin, Paul. no, Devin was Booker close. closed that game. Devin Booker got what two back to back steals with easy layups. Uh, he, I know he missed a three to win it in regulation, but was great in overtime. He missed the free throw that left the door open in overtime. Chris Paul closed that game. This is why Devin Booker's not that great, because the team would be terrible if it wasn't for CP3. Sure. No, I would agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. But I think last night, though. Chris Paul closed the game. I think Devin Booker closed the game. What were you watching? 435-339-0321 to text into our Gil Mortgage text line. Talk some jazz basketball here. But first, uh, Gil Mortgage offer hundreds of loan products for a wide variety of borrowers, including first-time homebuyers, military families, and rural residents. 
Hill Mortgage also offers many state, county, and city housing programs that provide down payment assistance. At Gill, they work hard to deliver what matters most to you and find the loan that fits your life. 435-294-2480 is how you get a hold of Gill Mortgage uh, and speak with Karen Nilton and her wonderful team. 435-339-0321 is our text line. I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated with the way that Jazz just looked lethargic. I mean, getting after the ball and rebounding. Um, yeah, Donovan Mitchell taking us unnecessary thirty footers out of nowhere. It was yeah, frustrating I mean, to watch. So nine three one five says Aj it was Chris Paul, all Chris Paul. Two four one seven says it seems like when Mitchell goes against another star, he tries to outplay them and causes more problems. I would agree with that. That's definitely uh, that's interesting because the NBA hyped it up, right? Mitchell versus Mitchell versus uh, Booker, and Booker shot a little bit better, but I mean he had so many turnovers. Their shooting lines were not great. Yeah. Um, but I would I would agree with that. I think the biggest problem was yet again the second game in a row that the Jazz did not shoot well. Uh, their defense I thought played well enough and kept them in it. But the the bigger question I got to ask you, AJ, and we talked about this a little bit. Because it was uh, Finney Smith for the Mavericks who took advantage of Gobert beyond the court hitting threes, and then I even I said, "Hey, you can write it off." I think the Mavericks team as a whole doesn't actually shoot that well all the time, but it was quite evident that Quinn Snyder had no adjustment to help his defense out when Chris Paul was like, "All right, high pick and roll, get on Gobert, jump shot in your face, 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 in your face," and they didn't adjust to it. So the question becomes. How do you adjust the teams that could shoot and make Gobert a defensive liability as opposed to a rim protector? Now that's a great question. Because um, again, on the perimeter, he's he is a liability. I think it's pretty well known. You got to find someone who's gonna be able to. I don't know, man. Because you can't really take a man and like you can't take Royce O'Neal and switch off a screen and expect Royce O'Neal to be able to guard Joel Embiid. Like that's just not gonna happen. No. And and, and the crazy part. Is that that uh, Derek? Is it is it Derek Aiton? What was Aiton or whatever his name is? Aiton is last name. What is, what is his first name? Aiton is his last name. I got. You. I can't remember what his dang name is. He was not that good last night. DeAndre. DeAndre Aiton. He was not that good last night. No. And yet, I mean, I because people are gonna like look at the stats and say, well, he did this and this and this. People gotta quit looking at box score stats to determine how someone played. Because that's not how it should be. I mean, I'm looking at him right now, uh, and it's just, no. As good, excuse me, as good as Chris Paul was, and he was really, really good last night. I thought Derek Booker had himself a night. I thought uh, Crowder had a couple of big shots, too. And, and, here, and by the way, Suns won this game with Miles Bridges being in foul trouble, like, from the second half early on. Yeah, well, and they couldn't do anything. It's because, the, again, the Jazz did not... The Jazz didn't shoot well. They got in. Uh, they got in. It was a close game, obviously, because it went to overtime. But the Jazz didn't shoot well. But the biggest thing to me was again, Quinn Snyder. I think has to be better to help out Rudy Gobert. Oh my gosh, DeAndre had seven offensive rebounds. Oh my heck, and that's just starters. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. I think Quinn Snyder has to be better because th- this is not going to go away. I don't. I don't think you scrap the whole thing. They're still the best team in the NBA based on the record. Um, and defense is a big part of it. I know the metrics love them when it comes to offense and defense, but film is film. This is pretty easy. Uh, if you got a point guard who can hit a jump shot, put Gobert in high pick and roll, roll to your spot, take the shot. That's all Chris Paul did. It was nothing complicated. Yeah, no, it's true. And and the, the great thing about Chris Paul is that he can do is he can play pick and pop all day long. Like he can hit outside shots. Oh, yeah. And by the way, the defensive, uh, I'm not going to say effort, defensive execution 
from Utah in the second half was not great either. I mean, the one where they let Chris Paul just take a warm-up three because Mike's there. Royce leaves his Royce leaves Chris Paul on a switch, leaves him. Yep. And Chris Paul just steps back and is like, that's "Well, that's three. I'll, I'll shoot that." I mean, the starters last night went six. They went six for twenty-nine from three. Oh my Odeo, gosh! Bogdanovic, Gobert, Conley, and Mitchell went six for twenty-nine from Where, three. What did we start off from three? I can't remember what it was. It was, like, it was like two of something. I mean, it was horrible. I think late in the game, they were something like four of 25. Yeah. The question becomes, Ajay, because I don't know about you. I thought that game was called like a – I thought that game was called like, like a, a playoff, playoff game. game. Yeah. It felt like a playoff oh, game. Oh, absolutely. very physical, yeah. especially late. And the question is going to be, uh, Jazz, you watch Houston so many times in the playoffs. What are you going to do if you can't hit a shot? That's what Houston couldn't figure out. Yeah, that's – oh, man. Can't hit threes. What are you going to do? See, we talked about the Aggies needing a playmaker, and, and the Jazz have one, but they need someone who's going to be consistent. Like, Donovan Mitchell, what did he shoot yesterday? 16 of 35 to score 41 points. They said they were 35 not shots to get to 41. Same thing. That's the same thing with Booker. Booker was 13 of 31 for 35. For them hyping it up and they put up points, they ignored the fact that it took them a bajillion shots to get there. To get there, yeah. And and the shot selection for Donovan Mitchell is not great at no. times. Like, it really is. Like, even that three that he hit to tie it, that is a no, 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 no. Why did you shoot that? Thanks for making it, but don't do it again. I, that, I that you don't take that shot in clutch. Five, six, three, four. They were three of twenty-two in the first half on threes. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's not good. And what? And two, four, one, seven echoed the same thing. CP three had all the room to kill us. Yeah, yeah, he like, had yeah. all, dude. And he's so good at just—it's like a surgeon, right? Just yep. working on your defense, picking it apart, finding where your weak spot is, and then going after it. I mean, he did that all night long, and, and incredibly. As you mentioned, the weak spot was Rudy Gobert on the perimeter. Yeah. Uh, two one uh, two four one seven. When Mitchell sat in the third, the offense ran inside out and moved the ball much better. And that's when they made the it run. It is. Yeah, we don't go iso ball. Uh, by the way, the w- really shame part on the NBA. They need to be better. And I know they can. They don't have a crisp ball to see it. But both teams play tonight. Utah Jazz are home against Portland, while Phoenix has got who they got. Cody. They're at LA. Huh. I mean, without LeBron and AD. No, like the Clippers. Oh, never mind. <laughs> you said LA. I assumed it was the Lakers. So does everybody else. Yeah. Hey, you know, good so news. So the Clippers. Good news about. <laughs> <laughs> good news is at least you weren't uh, New Orleans. You see oh, that my beat down gosh. they took? Good gosh. Yeah, what was the final score? Do you have look, that, Cody? I'll look it up. Yeah. They were up, I think it was about 20 or something. But, I mean, every time down, it's like, New Orleans, you guys going to play any? Like, put five cardboard cutouts out of the court. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, the Nets beat them 139 to 111. Hey, great it job. It wasn't even that close. TNT to take that game. Or was that ESPN, I think? I can't remember who it was. ESPN. It was ESPN, wasn't it? Good gosh, yeah. they smacked them hard. Uh, my favorite part is look, can uh, can we get another hashtag trending? Fire Stan Van Gundy. Please get him out of New Orleans. Hey, who do you hate more? Indiana or Stan Van Gundy? Yes, it was yesterday. It's Indiana. Uh,. <laughs> Stan I just want to see if your mind changed from last no. night. Stan Van Gundy, every time they cut to him on the bench, I get it. What are you going to do? Your team's just getting smacked. But every time they cut to him on the bench, he was just hands, arms folded, and he was like, I don't know, do some coaching. So much to ask? Yeah. But they got walloped yesterday. Also, in the, while we're talking about NBA, just real quick, how did the Mavericks lose to the Rockets? You beat the Jazz, you snap their nine-game winning streak, and then you play the Rockets, who are going to get the number one pick, and you lose. 
God is great. It <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense. I was, I've read all these articles, right? The, Luca's on the 2525. I know. The Mavericks and then, are. And Zion Williams is like number two on that list, the, and they both get blown the, out. The Mavericks are the Mavericks are 20 and 8 over their last 28 games, and they're on a pace to really catch up and get in the middle scene. You're like, oh, let's play the Rockets. Ah, oh, well. <laughs> we don't want that middle seed. We want the bottom one. Okay, so looking at the next few games for both teams. Uh, both teams play tonight on a tough back-to-back. Damian Lillard and CJ McClellan come here tonight. That game's at 8 o'clock on ESPN. Uh, Phoenix has got the Clippers in L.A. at 8 o'clock tonight. I mean, it depends on which L.A. team shows up. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, and then here is the next few games for the Jazz. Home against, okay, so they're home against Portland, Sacramento, Washington, Oklahoma City, Indiana. They do not go back on the road until April 17th. Meanwhile, the Phoenix Suns are at LA Clippers, home against Washington, Houston, Miami, Sacramento, and San Antonio. But they then go on the road. That's a tough stretch. For Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Boston, Brooklyn, New York. Jeez. And one of those games, actually two of those games are on a back-to-back, and that's Philadelphia and Boston. Wow. Oh, no, excuse me. And then Brooklyn and yeah, New York. Yeah, and then Brooklyn and New York's back-to-back, yeah. too. Ooh, that's rough. During that same stretch. That hurts. The Jazz get the Lakers twice without LeBron and without Anthony. In fact, actually, I think LeBron's coming back because he sent out some stupid cryptic Instagram post. <laughs> but that, then... It's the 17th and 19th for those keeping track at home for the Lakers. And then they're on the road at Houston, but then they got Minnesota at home, at Minnesota, at Sacramento, and then a huge one against Phoenix on the road there. That's on April 30th. And none of those games are back-to-back, by the way. No, that's a big deal. This is a very manageable schedule. The Lakers ones obviously get tough because you're still waiting to see what the timeline is, obviously, with LeBron. I'm yeah. assuming not AD, but LeBron. Um, but, man, that stretch there with Phoenix with at Milwaukee, at Philly, at Boston, at Brooklyn, and at New York, and then they come home and play the Clippers and then the Jazz. Whoo, that's a stretch right there. Jeez. Yeah, that is a, that is a tough stretch right there. Uh, but I, the Jazz got to go win some games now. Uh, I mean, you got to create some kind of space right now between you and uh, Phoenix. What is the standings right now, Cody? Do you have that sitting next to you? Uh, yep, let me pull it up. I think the Jazz are up a game. Well, yeah, it's one game, game now, isn't it? Game and a half. Two teams with the best record in the league. Uh, Western Conference standings. Uh, the Jazz at the top, uh, Suns at two, and then the Clippers are third. How many games behind is the Suns? One. And how many clip our uh, games are the Clippers behind? Oh, actually, the Suns are one and a half, well, and, and the Clippers are behind four and a half. But then it's really close after that. The Nuggets that, are back that five. Phoenix, the L.A. Phoenix game Dude, means a little bit tonight. Then too, that Aaron Gordon going to Denver has changed their like look for Denver. They went from being a middle of the road team to being an all of a sudden new contender with some new <laughs> flash with them. I that could be a dangerous team in the playoffs. My big issue with them is is who's going to guard the stars of other teams? Like, the reason they said they got Gordon was to go against, like, LeBron, basically. Yeah. And I get it. But, like, to me, um, Jokic isn't a great defender. Porter is absolutely not a great defender. They couldn't play him for stretches last year because he couldn't defend. And they that's some of the some of the role players they let walk because they had just they draft incredibly well. Don't really take anything away from them. They have a really good front office in terms of finding good talent, but they I think they let go of some of their role players that are defensive role players and 
I think they're good. I yeah, would, sure. I would pick them over the Clippers just because I'm I'm not going to buy the Clippers till I see it. Yeah, here's the thing: is how real are the Clippers? That that's a great question. Like when they're healthy, what Clipper team is going to show up? That's been the biggest issue. Yeah, I mean that's that's the case. Was uh, playoff P going to show up and he's going to whine about the refs? Or, or is a pandemic P? He's going to whine about P. the refs still and he's still going to yeah. suck. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe a little bit behind on this one. Nine three one. No nine three one five. Texting. Could you look at the Sun schedule and the Jazz schedule to see what which one has the tougher route to win more games? I think based on the, just the stretch you mentioned, it's it's, it's Phoenix. Phoenix. Phoenix has a much tougher schedule. I mean, even to end it, to end this uh, schedule. I mean, because honestly, it's home against Denver and Houston, at Golden State, Portland at home. And then OKC and Sacramento on the road to finish it for the Jazz. Meanwhile, the Phoenix, they've got to go to Atlanta, home against New York Knicks, but then at Lakers, at Golden State versus Portland, at San Antonio back-to-back. And if San Antonio could be fighting for a playoff spot in both those games, Portland could be fighting for seeding, Golden State could be fighting for a playoff spot, and the Lakers could be fighting for seeding. Yeah, Knicks too. Yeah. Yeah. It's not I mean, a gimme. The, the, the schedules, I think, are there's two... Areas that are pretty interchangeable, but I mean the Suns have just brutal stretches in the middle in the swap. Meanwhile, the Jazz, I would what would you say, Portland maybe tonight, the Lakers, the two games against the Lakers, Phoenix, San Antonio, they get them at home twice, Denver for sure. They get Golden State, Portland, like you said, near the end of the season. That's about the toughest games, I would say. Got a whole lot of Minnesotas and a and Pacers and OKC and eh. Eh. Right. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Coming back, we'll get more of the full court press here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, and 1069thefan.com. Save big at the Kent's Market Early Bird Sale in Tremonton. This Saturday, from 6 a.m. to noon, save on Simply Done Bath Tissue, select varieties of Fritos and Cheetos, and Hunt Spaghetti Sauce and American Beauty Pastas. Stock up on Steve's Famous White or Wheat Bread, 99 cents each. Lean ground beef is $2.89 a pound, or sirloin pork chops, $1.19 a pound. Kent's Market in Tremonton has the freshest produce, meats, and a deli and bakery department that can't be beat. It's worth the drive to shop at Kent's Market in Tremonton. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go, online at castellite.com. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. See, here's the thing. And even when I didn't mean to get beaned, I still got beaned. So, for example, I went to square bunt, and I'm horrible at bunting. It's an easy sacrifice to get the man from first to second. Right. I bunt it, and it goes off the plate, and it hits me in the Wachobis, and I fall. Here's the problem, is that it was fair. Oof. I mean, you were going to be an easy out anyway. Dude, I had some speed back then. Not at that point in time. <laughs> Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. One hundred six on FM, thirteen ninety AM. The fans, agent Adam Aj Salveson, Utah Jazz fall last night in overtime in a good one. Really, and that's the thing. 
Is that actually it was a really good basketball game last night? It's very. It's a play. Two of the yeah, best teams in the was, league just going at it. I thought it was played like a, a playoff game. It was called like a playoff game, and it felt like a playoff game. Yeah, I uh, and, and that's the great thing is that the refs allowed him to make that decision. You know yeah. that we're gonna let you guys fight it out. Five six three four joining on your normal jazz cynicism. The Jazz will find a way to screw this up. They may have the easier schedule. They will lose the teams they shouldn't lose to. Read that one more time. The Jazz aren't going to get the one seed. I would agree. No, Ajay, no. No. Come on. No, like, look, we do this every year. We do this every year. Like, we are one of those best teams, top three, top four. And then... You like, and then we like we lose to Toronto, who's one fifty. We lose to Houston, who is three and ninety, and then we lose to like Golden State, who benches Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, and they allow all the G Leaguers to come up and play. And we go from the one seed to the five seed. This is a this is a com- look. It is a realistic common occurrence as a lifelong Jazz fan, Cody. You're a lifelong Jazz fan. Agree or disagree? They always hurt my feelings one See? way or another. <laughs> they See? always hurt my, See? my okay. heart has been turned to stone. How, where will they finish then? Top 10 get in, right? Because 8, 7, 8, 9, and 10 do the play. They'll where finish they third. Finish? They're going to finish third. Yep. Interesting. Cody? Yeah, I was going to say third. Third. Interesting. Yeah. All right. We've been there, done that, AJ. We are very knowledgeable of where this plane goes. We are Jazz fans and Aggie fans. What can we say? That's fine. At least your team didn't trade two first-round picks to get into the play-in game. Oh, my gosh, yeah. God bless you guys. That's crazy. Yeah, Vucevic. Woo! Stupid Bulls. <laughs> hey, at least you guys have six NBA titles. You know how many we have? Zero. That's pretty great. I mean, and the thing is, is we had, I mean, so many chances in the 90s. I don't even want to talk about it. That's what being a Chicago fan is. Like, it's not the worst because we won. Yeah. But it's always like, we could have won more. But manager was like, well, what if we didn't? Yeah. Jerry Kress is like, yeah, well, you know what? We're good. We've won six. Nobody cares about Two me. Two three-peats. What do we do? Destroy the team. What if he would have traded Michael Jordan? Like, if Jerry Kress was so just upset with Michael Jordan, they'd be like, you know what? I'm sick of this guy trying to run the team. It's not his job. He's out of here. Uh, there would have been uh, torches and pitchforks waiting for him outside the United Center. Yeah. He would have made it. Yeah. By the way, someone tell 5634 to calm down. Their, the prediction, Jazz will finish fifth. Okay. Uh, do you have those standings right there again, Cody? Can you look those up for me again? Yeah. Um, because I, I almost said fourth. I've got to be honest. I nearly said fourth. I really thought long and hard about it. Oh, you I'll act do. all upset with me, but you don't understand where this train goes. Yeah, right. My team is never disappointing ever. We spent like 10 minutes talking about no, Purdue losing you know, to No, you Texas. don't know where the train goes because we have been good year after year. I mean, there was consistency in the late 2000s, like 06, 07, um, 08, 09, where you were looking at a two-seed, right? Yeah. I think it was in 2008, Cody. Remind me on this one. We played the Lakers, right? Yeah. So, no. Well, okay. So, going going into the final portion of the end of the season, mm-hmm. we had Dallas and Phoenix. We beat Dallas. And then, no, we had Golden State, too. We beat Dallas. And if you beat either Phoenix or Golden State, you are the two seed going into the playoffs. So, what do the Jazz do? They man up and they lose to both Golden State and Phoenix. And they lost by 16 to Golden State, who was just up chucking their season away, anyways. And so then we go in as a four seed, and guess what? No, five seed. Was it a four seed or a five seed? Uh, And then we lost to the Lakers. It was well deserved. Uh, We played the Rockets, didn't we? Did we play the Rockets and then the Lakers? 
Yeah, uh, we beat. Yao yeah, Ming we played the, the Rockets, Rockets and mm. then we played the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not. We're not bitter though. No, not at all. Six, eight, nine months, as I say, second. Second's fair. Second in the West. Uh, John Russell, last night's game was exactly why the Jazz need to maintain number one seeding without home court advantage. They cannot win. I agree. Oh, I buy that. I've been talking about that a lot because everyone, of course, everyone's favorite LeBron supporter, Nick Wright, has been saying, Jazz Suns playoffs, all that crap. And so I've been maintaining, yes, I get it. The Jazz have to do it, and I would pick the Lakers if they're fully healthy, even if they were the 10th seed. But I do think home court advantage will start to matter once we actually get to the playoffs and more and more fans are let in. So I think it's a big deal to get that top seed. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Uh, and then the problem that scares me the most is that if you get, if you finish in that, because right now, give me the standings again, Willie Cody, please. Yeah. Uh, one Jazz and the Suns are one and a half games behind. The Clippers are So four. Suns are two. Yep. Clippers are third at four and a half games behind. The, the Nuggets are five games behind and the Lakers are six games behind. So Lakers are fifth? Yep. yep. So right now in your side of the bracket, because it's one, eight, and then who is it? Uh, four and five in that side of the bracket, right? Because the four, five game plays the winner of the one, eight series. So then two, seven plays the winner of three, six. So you're looking at you're looking at Phoenix and Clippers and uh, I don't know I kind of like the I kind of like the Lakers being paired up with the Nuggets actually in the first round I'm kind of okay with that. Are you though? I'm not saying the Nuggets are going to win, but they're a good team. I'm kind of okay with that. Look, they- if, if the Lakers want to climb to three and the set and the Clippers two and Phoenix falls out, whatever it is, I, I want the Lakers and Clippers to play each other the second round. I don't think we're going to get there because I think the Lakers are going to maintain and probably fall out of hosting any playoff games, but. That's just me. 2776. Jazz fans don't deserve a one seed. They're a bunch of whiners. Oof. Wow. 9315. We will have full capacity. Uh, oh, I think it's supposed to be a question. Will we have full fan capacity for the Jazz come the playoffs? That's a good question. I don't know. I'm not I'm not yeah. the governor of the Yeah, I'm not I'm not that. making I'm not gonna make any kind of prediction on that. Uh I definitely we'll think see. we're trending to more and more I, fans. Yeah, I think we'll get more f- I think we'll, my statement. Yeah, I think we will get more fans there. I don't know how many. I no, I'm not sure on that. You'll um, be there, right? You're gonna be shouting. Nah. I heard you're a pretty good trash talker. Oh, I'm a great trash talker, dude. Oh yeah, I can make you cry. You're still gonna kick my butt, but when you walk away, you're gonna be thinking about your human yeah. existence life yeah, on this that, earth. That's fair. And if your family actually really loves okay, you. Okay, so tell me. Here's one for you. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I can back that up. He makes me think that every day. So. Oh, Ajay, he's an intern. Leave him alone. <laughs> why do you do that? Dude, why do you do that? All right. Now, now Mr. France is going to sprint into our room again, and he's going to be like, Ajay, can I talk to you again? Ajay, here's the game for you. Really Cody, busy. Why? Cody, give me the top 10 seeds in the West. Jazz, Suns, Clippers, Nuggets, Lakers, Trailblazers, Mavericks, Grizzlies, Spurs, Warriors. You have to pick three of those to get to the finals. What's your ideal path for the Jazz to get to the finals? Oh, great question, AJ. Okay, so Jazz would... Uh, oh, man. I mean, we Jazz could, would play the Nuggets. We could, in the first round? Yep. Okay, so the Nuggets are falling. I was going to say, Cody, you can split them up in tears for you, but okay. No, no, I want the Nuggets in the first, Nuggets round. In the first round. So they're falling way down. So it's so wait, because where they're at right now, they're four, right? Yeah. Yep. So it's one versus four on the upswing, yeah. Um, and then 
That means we. That means we get the. Uh, no, actually, no. Sorry. So we no. So wait. Oh wait. Sorry, I looked at that wrong. I apologize. Your eight seed is who? Uh, currently, it's Memphis. Yeah, I'll take Memphis all day, anytime, any day, anywhere. Memphis yeah, I'll take Memphis. Okay, so we got Memphis in the one eight game, and then we'll and then we get Denver. You like Denver? So right now it's set up the way you like it. Well, okay. So wait, is this the way I like it or the way I think it's going to happen? No, what you want? What <laughs> oh, are the okay, three yeah. Well, I want Denver because we get the Lakers. We're getting swept. <laughs> okay, so the Lakers, the Lakers get upset in the first round. You play Denver, and then who do you want in the championship? So that'd be out of Clippers, Suns. Who else? Mavericks and who else? Trailblazers. Oh, Petey. Uh, oh, jeez. That's that's going to be a dogfight. You're right. That's going to be a gauntlet on the other side, whoever gets through that. Um, Give me Suns. I want the Suns again. So if Chalk, if, if Chalk holds steady, Aj gets exactly what he wants. But it's not going to hold steady. We're going to fall the three. <laughs> okay, we're gonna fall to three. We're gonna fall to ten. Suns. <laughs> we have to do the playing game, <laughs> and then we're gonna lose the playing game, <laughs> and then they're gonna eliminate our franchise for being so embarrassing. Uh, okay, so no, uh, I think the Suns will be one, Clippers will be two, Jazz will be three, Denver. No, Lakers will be four. No, Denver will be at five. Lakers are the Lakers are gonna five. They're five or six. No, Lakers need home court. They're gonna be four. I agree, but they're not going to get there because, you know, they're banged up. Well, I don't know. LeBron's swinging out something. He's going to be back. I think you're going to be back here. No, and make he's it... promoting Space Jam. <laughs> By the way, what a terrible movie that's going to be. Trailer looks... I haven't even I hope the soundtrack it, is I... halfway decent. Oh, the gosh, thing about the Space Jam... soundtrack. Dude, the soundtrack was so good in the first one. I had that one. CD as a kid. I have it. So good. Do you want it? I have it. I'm not... There's this thing called the internet now. I can go find it. Oh, good for you, internet guy. <laughs> Wow. Two seven seven six. Keep it up, Cody. Tell the world what a monster he really is. <laughs> you know, two seven seven six. It's crap like this. <laughs> like <laughs> I have to miss every other day of our show. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> um. Okay. Here's, here's a challenge for you. Nine three one five wants to know the best trash sports talk you've ever heard that was radio appropriate. Dude, that's a great question. I've heard some good stuff. Uh. Oh, man. If that's radio appropriate, though. That's, that's the challenge. <laughs> that is the challenge. Um, I don't know. I think it might have been the one when I got thrown out by it. Like, because the only, the only one I can say that was good trash talk. Um, I told the ump he should go work at McDonald's because they have, they have great benefits there. And that he didn't belong on the baseball field. And that's all he taught. That's all. That's all I said. And he tossed me for that. I was like, I dude, we are down. We are down. Uh, that's it. We are down eighteen to nothing. And you're gonna throw me out because I said you should go work at McDonald's. That's it, dude. They have great benefits. Like, what is your they problem? Do. They do. You don't throw me out for suggesting a great career. You throw me out because <laughs> I, I, I say you're a bad umpire, <laughs> or that I make fun of your like. I mean, I make fun of your face. And so he umpired our next game, like the following series a weekend later, and he's like, RJ, it's good to see you. And I'm like, you throw me out today, and I'm gonna make you I'm gonna make you cry. <laughs> and that's all I said. RJ, threatening umps everywhere. So wait, yeah, I think that might be my best trash talk that got me thrown out. Um let's see, but from like a player standpoint, because I've heard a lot of trash talk on the court. Um Good night. I think oh, Shulga had a good one. I think we're playing. I can't remember who we were playing. Shulga had one 
where this guy hits a three. It might have been Wyoming. Uh, someone hits a three, and he looks at the crowd and gives them like that whole three sign or whatever that 15-year-olds do. And Shulka <laughs> sees him, and he's like smiles and runs down the other side of the court. And then they come back, and Shulka like buries a three in his eye. And it's not really in his eye. It's like five feet off. And Shulka looks and he goes, are you going to guard me tonight or what? And then they come back, and he hits another three. And Shulka says, just go to the bench. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. That's the only radio appropriate one I can tell you right That's now. I've good. heard a lot of good That's stuff, but I can't say. You know what's really? I was actually uh, watching uh, Gary Payton. He said the toughest guy to defend was John Stockton. And he was talking about why, and he said, oh, in the other part, he never talked back. I would say some pretty mean stuff to him, and he would never, ever uh, respond to me. I'd buy that. And he said he was so frustrated by that. It was the greatest mind game. Uh, two two uh, two seven seven six says. Oh Roosh, no, Roosh Gutfram, Fram, Roosh Gutfram. Oh, Roche Gutfram was hilarious on the bench all game, just chirping. Dude, he chirped a lot. Yeah, dude, he was a good chirper. He was really good. Um, I still remember. Uh, I think they played. It was two years ago when they played Boise State at home, and they beat them. And uh, <laughs> I think Roche said something to Derek Olson Jr., who had a nightmare of a game. Just did not shoot well. And I don't think Roche, Roche played a single minute. And he said something. And Derek turned around. And usually the players will go out and shake everybody's, you know, all the fans' hands around the court. They'll take a lap around. And Craig just grabs Roche and just yanks him over. Oh, it's so good. Like, Ro- I mean, Derek had a horrible game, but Roche didn't play a single minute. Still was able to come up with something good enough in the line. <laughs> Derek turned around. <laughs> I don't know what he said either. I wish I would have ever asked him. I never did ask. That's probably my other one. So, that's yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's 2776. Good. Really, really good one. Man. And, by the way, um, you've you seen the 30 for 30 of the Knicks Pacers, Miller time? Yeah. Spike Lee? Oh, yeah. Dude, that's a good one. Spike Lee and Reggie Miller going at it. Uh, my favorite, I think, of the 30 for 30s, I like when Boston talks about when they got Bill Walton that year. And he's like, oh, we yeah. would trash talk people right in front of us. Like, hey, hey, Kevin, can that guy guard you? Nah, that guy can't guard you. <laughs> You're standing right there, but you ain't going to guard him. <laughs> you ain't going to guard him. <laughs> you know what's crazy is I was watching, um, or the what's that Team USA documentary, The Dream Team, mm. and, uh, and how, like, I think it was Michael who said it. He's like, we didn't have to trash talk. A, we didn't have to say a single word. Like, we walked on the court, and they knew they were going to lose by 50 that night. They had no chance, and they knew it as soon as we walked on the court, and that was for warm-ups. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's a great SNL skit where uh, Keenan, uh, Keenan Thompson's playing Charles Barkley, and they're asking – I think it was he was doing Olympic coverage is what they were parodying. And he's like, he's like, uh, Charles, can you weigh in on your Olympic time? He's like, ah, not really. Uh, Michael called me up one day. He was like, hey, you want to go play poker in Monaco? He's like, one caveat, we got to – we got to crush this team by Serbia. Serbia by 50 <laughs> points first. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Uh, Tom Brady was really good about uh, responding to trash talk because I think, if I remember right, in 2010 on a Thanksgiving Day game against Detroit, in Detroit, uh, or is it, yeah, I think it was in Detroit, uh, Tom Brady threw a screen pass to Wes Welker. It was broken up by the safety, and the safety was a second-year guy. Mm-hmm. And the first year, he sat as all, all his rookie year. And so he go, and so he blocks it. And it's like, and it now, I mean, it's like third and 16 at this, third and 17. And, and the defensive back looks at Brady, and you can, and he just kind of goes like this, like wags his finger at him, like they can't make Yeah. And he's like, are you serious? And so Tom Brady, 
shifts like he, it's a trips to the left side. He shifts two of the receivers to the right. Leaves Deion Branch went along with the the safety, and I think the safety was kind of like, oh crap. And Tom Brady just eats him alive. Pump fakes on an out and up. Guy bites it like a sandwich and just lobs it. And it, I mean, it goes for like uh, like forty five yards for a touchdown. The other thing is Michael Jordan. You, like in that last dance, my favorite trash talk is when uh, or not, it's not even trash talk. Um, it's that player that goes. Hey, great game, Mike. Or good game, Mike. Oh, kid Calls him the, by his first name. It was the bullets. And he had 37 points in the game. And then Mike's like, excuse me? You don't call me Mike. You call me sir. Or something. I mean, like he did. All he said is good game, Mike. Yeah, and then it wasn't even real. And then he, yeah. Yeah, right? That's motivation for you. Gosh, the last dance was so good. Mm-hmm. Best document series I've ever seen in my life. Best series I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, they're supposed to, what, the, I think next year they're doing the one for, or supposed to be out, the Magic Johnson one, right? Really? I think so. I think Brady's supposed to get one, too. Brady's, uh, uh, the Brady Six, the really good series. Um, Brady Six, where it talks about the six quarterbacks drafted in front of Brady. I think it's just one show. It's like 45 minutes long, but it's really, really good. You learn a lot. All right, let's take a break. Coming back, we'll get to our pick six. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Today is fire crews clear dead timber near Mount Pisgah. The smoke is coming from multiple prescribed burns taking place above the Pisgah Stone Products Rock Quarry. Cache County Fire Marshal Jason Wynn said smoke will be visible throughout the southern part of Cache Valley while the prescribed burns take place. Firefighters are on site through the entire operation and residents don't need to contact 911. A similar prescribed burn is also taking place near the mouth of Providence Canyon as U.S. Forest Service crews there are burning several slash piles in a 15-acre area. We've been preparing for this one for a while. Our anniversary sale is months in the making. This is Ed at Fisher Home Furnishings. We reach out to all of our best name brands for their absolute best deal. Flexsteel, Lazy Boy, Bassett, Serta, Bernhardt, and Lexington. Find the lowest mark price, then take an additional 15, 20, 25% off. That includes all special orders from our custom design center. 15, 20, 25% off the lowest mark price on all of the best brand names in the furniture, mattress, flooring, and appliances. The anniversary sale at Fisher Home Furnishings or shop anytime at Fisher hf.com it's that first kiss that moment in time engagement season is in full swing and jarek's fine jewelry has been helping hundreds of couples find the perfect ring if you are getting engaged you have to come browse our collections sometimes you may find the perfect ring in just a minute or we can help you custom create your own design oh and with mother's day almost here talk to us about designing the perfect mother's ring jarek's fine jewelry make it special make it jarek's this is the herd. The winner in this is also Colin Cowherd. Tiger Woods was driving way too fast on a road nobody should drive fast on. He has, through the years, liked driving fast. It mirrors his life. And as one of the great writers of the 20th centuries once wrote, F. Scott Fitzgerald, find me a hero and I'll write you a tragedy. This is the herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. AJ Nadamaje Salveson. Uh, let's get. 
to our pick six. Cody, you ready with the uh, pen and paper? Yep. Oh, are you going to do last week's? So I was going to make my picks late so I could win. Wait, we don't have results for last week, though. Oh, dang. I was going to jump in and steal a dub. All right, I'm ready. You're going to jump in and steal a dub? It's very kind of you. Hey, I like to win. All right, uh, let's see here. So, all right, Cody, you got to pick who goes first. Uh, AJ. Okay. More points tonight. Damian Lillard or Donovan Mitchell? Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. Am I doing all three? I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brooklyn averages, just for your information, because I'm a fair player, Brooklyn averages just over 14 made threes a game. <laughs> Brooklyn three-pointers against the Lakers. They play Saturday afternoon. Over under, 14 and a half. Oh, man, that's good. That's a good line. I'm going to say over. Over. Stop copying me. Uh, now, these may have changed, but coming into today, there were three one-and-six teams in the majors. Oakland, the Marlins, and the Pirates. Which of these teams will win on Saturday? Oakland at Houston, Marlins at Mets, Cubs at Pirates. Say that one one more time. There are three teams that are one and six as of today in the major leagues. They are the three. That's the worst record in baseball right now. Which of these three will win? You can pick okay. more than one. You can pick none. You can pick all of them. Oakland at Houston, the Marlins at the Mets, or the Cubs at the Pirates. Cubs at Pirates. Pirates win. I will take the Marlins at the Mets. That's a good pick. That's good... not going to be Oakland at Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, as soon as you heard that, I was like, Crick, scratch that one off. All right. Uh, tonight, Trail Blazers play the Jazz and Suns play the Clippers. Which one happens? Both lose, both win, Suns win and Jazz lose, or Jazz win and Suns lose? Um, both win. I'm going to say Suns lose and Jazz win. Okay. And then Saturday in NBA basketball, uh, you have the Kings and Jazz. Donovan Mitchell attempts 24 shots. 24 and a half shots. Over, under. You have what he's been averaging on the season? Mm-hmm. Let me write you. Let me there we go. It's a 24 and a half, right? Yeah, over, yeah. Over under. And right now, his current stats, he is averaging on field goal attempts. Oh, where'd it go? Come on. Sorry, man. Give me one moment here. Yeah, he's averaging. Wow. He's averaging 17 and a half. Under. Wow. <laughs> I think they crush him and he doesn't have to shoot a whole bunch. Yeah, I'm going to go under as well. I didn't realize it was that high, though. That's nuts. Uh, and then Sunday in uh, NBA basketball. Um, oh, where'd you go? There it is. Celtics Nuggets. Uh, this is in Denver. Jokic. 13 and a half rebounds over under. Over. Boston has nobody can contain him. Over. I'll take the over. I'm going to go under. I thought we were going to ask triple-double, and I was going to say yes, triple-double. I about said it, too. I was I was because I had actually thought about that. Tiebreaker. Does Jokic get a triple-double? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Cody, do you have a tiebreaker for us you can give? Yeah. Yeah, let's go triple-double for Jokic. Yes. He will have one against the Celtics. 
No. Celtics will lose, and then Brad Stevens to Arizona. Will they going to Arizona? Yeah. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. Uh, Cody, do we have one or two breaks left? Help me out here. My producing on the air. Uh, you have uh, one. Okay, cool. Uh, let's stick here then. Um, the biggest thing about this weekend that I've been thinking about for the Jazz is after having two really tough losses, one where Luka Doncic kind of burned you and the second one, Booker and Paul burnt you, uh, the biggest concern I have about tonight with Lillard is that he could have a big game. Lillard plays really well against the Utah Jazz. He always seems to have a really great game against Utah. And, Utah. by the way, Jordan Clarkson is out tonight with a sprained, or he's doubtful tonight with a sprained ankle. I tell you, that might actually help the offense in general because that dude, look, I get it. His Who's role- killing your offense more, Donovan or Jordan Clarkson? Well, it's, 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 it's Donovan because he handles the ball more. Yeah. But the other, I, I don't know. It's tough because you would say, I think Donovan is generally more successful Jordan Clarkson, I don't think has ever met a shot that he hasn't. He's the he's the new version of J.R. Smith or Monte Ellis. Yeah, and yeah. so I get it. That's his role. He's a gunner. He's he's there to score points off the bench. But man, I think just like there was a play last night. I think it was in the I want to say it was in the second quarter where he drove and he like split three Suns defenders and he had shooters open everywhere. And the guy was like, "Nope, taking it." One or two smart passes and it's a huge difference in the game. Sure. Sure, I'm with you. Uh, they are going to need to get some serious good guard play tonight, though, especially on the defensive end of the ball. Uh, Damian Lillard, like I said, has a knack for going off against Utah Jazz. Uh, and then the Kings, I, you know, I the, if you can get a win tonight, I think you beat the Kings. I mean, I just at home against Sacramento, who's really having a hard time putting consistency together in any facet of the basketball game. I, I think the big thing is for the Jazz, you're going to want to see them see, hit some buckets early. Yeah. They've gone off. They're not shooting well. Yeah, they got games. to a really slow start last night. They and, really need to see a couple go Phoenix down. went off, what was that, like 13-2 to start? Oh, uh, yeah. If got, I'm not mistaken. They got off to a hot start. Yeah. That, they need to see some buckets go down early. Yeah. I'm with you. All right, let's go ahead and take our final break of the hour here, and we'll close it up here on the Full Court Press here with 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the Allergy Clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The Allergy Clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The Allergy Clinic accepts most insurances, including SelectMed. Call the Allergy Clinic at 753-7880, 753-7880. Is your business hiring now or in the future? Or are you looking for a new job or career change? Plan to participate in or attend the Cash Valley Media Group Job Fair Thursday, April 22nd at Castle Manor in Hyde Park from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Don't miss this opportunity to visit with hundreds of potential employees looking for work or to change careers. Call 752-1390 or go to cashvalleydaily.com to get involved in the job fair at Castle Manor. Thursday, April 22nd, presented by Cash Valley Media Group. They can put your logo on it because that's what they do at the Logo Shop. They can put your logo on anything from pens and mugs to golf balls and clocks. The Logo Shop is also the place for your team shirts and uniforms. So if your team wants to look good, call the Logo Shop and order your team uniforms today. Colors, logo, and everything else looking just like you want it to. Get your team shirts and uniforms from the Logo Shop. Call them to get a bid or just drop by 40 South Main in Logan. The Logo Shop. This is Shauna Karen, Director of HR for Conservice. 
We are known as the utility experts, and our culture is to value our team members. We want them to be safe, successful, and happy. We have partnered with CAPSA to present training to our team members on recognizing signs of domestic violence and CAPSA's available services. I appreciate that when I become aware of any domestic violence situation, I can rely on the experts at CAPSA to provide support. When you know CAPSA, you know hope. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. I love it. I love what Trust Company. What are you going to give me when I win this uh, pick six? Well, I've already got a good gift for you coming up here tomorrow. So It better not be that stupid picture you keep talking about this week. Dude, Laundry Basket Pitcher is not a bad pitcher. It's pure art, and if you saw it, you would love it. All right, you hear it here for me. Yeah, heard it here first, text line. If he ends up giving me that as an old pick six W, I will find a way to give it away to someone on the text line. Oh, hey, you know what? Our text, you know what? 2776 has earned it. Or 2417. 2417 made every pick that we did in the pick six. Really? Yep. Give it to us. Uh, so they said Mitchell tonight. So it was Mitchell uh, Lillard who has more points. I'm going to have to pull mine up. I don't remember yours. Cody, you got him. Cody, give us the lines and then give us the answers. For uh, yeah. Uh, Brooklyn made threes. Uh, line set at 14 and a half. Uh, Under. Okay. Um, who is going to win between Oakland, the Marlins, and the Cubs? Marlins. Okay. It's Pirates, by the way, not Cubs. Pirates were the one in sixteen. Oh, my bad. No worries. Mar- they picked the Marlins. Okay. Uh, Jazz versus Portland. Suns versus Clippers. Uh, outcomes. Uh, Suns win. Jazz lose. Wow. All right. Uh, Donovan attempted shots at Sacramento. Line set at twenty-four and a half. Under. Uh, Celtics and uh, Nuggets. Jokic thirteen and a half rebounds. Under. Okay. Uh, they said no for the tiebreaker. Can I tell you what? If 2417 wins, we owe him a prize. It's 2417, right? Yep, 2417. Okay, 2417, it's on me. If if you win, we I'll uh, I'll get you something. Oh no, pressure's on now. I'll write it down. I got a reputation now to maintain. It is written down. Full court press, that's AJ Salveson. I'm AJ Knight. Cody's running the board on 1069 the fan 13. It was AM 13 1390 AM. I was wow. It up. I was messed it up. That was awesome. I always mess it up. That's why you're host. Solid stuff right there. Cool 1039. Yeah, that, I have <laughs> Dude, I've done that. Like there's a couple times we're coming back from break and I look at Cody I'm like, "Yep, I'm ready." And then I'm like, <laughs> "Yo, man, what's our uh yeah, that's right. We're on the fan." Here's a stat for you, AJ. Hit me. 5760 says the Jazz haven't won an overtime game since 2018. I know last night they said I think they were 0 for 2, I think. It was no, 0 for 1, 1 this year. Yeah, last night was their second. Because the Suns, I think, are now 2 yeah. for 6. I can't remember what they are this two year. 2 for 4, I think, in overtime games. Yeah, Jazz are 0 2 now. 2018? Wow. Is it really that? That's not good. Oh, my gosh, that's horrible. Yeah, that's bad. Because uh, I'll tell you this. Games are going to get close here with a couple of Western Conference teams that they got to play. Well, you got to be able to win close games too. That I mean, I think you and Eric talked about that specifically. I was in after the Philly game, right? Yep. Yeah. Fouled out. Yeah. And that was one of the things that uh, Eric pointed out is that uh, against the good teams out east on that road trip, there was a couple games they were up and then they blew them. You know, someone tweeted out something really good yesterday. I think it was Tony Jones of the Athletic. He said, "If this game, if you let, if you allowed this game to get within 
or be close within eight points in the last five minutes, it's, it's not gonna, you're not going to last because you have to win that game in the first 40 minutes or 44 minutes of basketball because the Suns will win it in the last four. And they did. And they did. I mean, it went to overtime. I mean, it went to they, overtime, they, but really, they won. I they mean, they honestly, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was not a game in overtime. 5-6-3-4 says they have lost seven straight overtime games. My gosh. That's not good. That's not good. Yeah, that's that's a high reason to be concerned. Part of that's got to be, I think, what we're seeing, right? That's what we're talking about. Is Do you think it's hero ball, or do you think it's just... No, it's hero ball. And and the other thing, okay, help me on this. I'd rather see Joe Wingles out there than Royce O'Neal. I thought that was weird, too. Like, uh, Joe is a veteran of the team. He shouldn't be sitting in, in, in big-time minutes. I'm, I'm with Get you. Get Royce O'Neal out. I, I thought... Hey, and then what is up with Bogey? Like, uh, hesitation threes. He had three open looks, and then he hesitated. And like, oh, okay, I'll shoot it now. Just shoot the dang ball. That's why you're on the court, man. If you can't shoot it, Quinn's got to pull you. Like, and Clarkson's got that down better than anybody. Like, if if I don't shoot it, I'm going on the bench. I'm going to shoot ball, it. Put ball in hole. <laughs> I agree. No, there was, a, I think, a big one he had in the third where he got it, and then he, like, hesitated, and then the guy went by, and then he was like, okay. And then with a hand at his face, he put it up in Clang City. All right, so Jazz Blazers tonight, 8 o'clock. Uh, give me your thoughts on tonight's game. Keys and prediction. Jazz need to start shooting better. Yeah, I'm with you. Jazz need to, and they need to, and I like your uh, point. Uh, they need to start better as well. They need to see a couple go down. Okay, so prediction, you would be what? Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know. Jazz 115, Portland 107. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say Jazz 110, Portland 101. Uh, Cody, you got one? I'm going to say Jazz. I think the Jazz are going to come back. I'm going to say Jazz 120, Portland 109. Yeah, this game being at home really does help. Yeah. What AJ and Cody both wanted to really say. Portland 207, Jazz 43. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's for the playoffs when we play the Lakers. Don't Lillard worry. just has the heat meter filled up the entire time. Half court, boom. Half court, boom. Dude, I'm telling court, you, boom. if we are the one seed and the Lakers are the four seed, just expect the buck kicking of your life. Okay? LeBron's going to average a near triple-double. All right? Anthony Davis is going to have a heyday. And Dennis Schroeder is going to look like the sixth man of the year. Do you hear speaking This is completely unrelated to anything. So Shannon Sharp and, and Skip Bayless go oh, out. Oh, jeez. Okay, did you hear what two. Shannon Sharp said the other day about no. the Lakers next year? He said, watch out. Steph Curry's going to get traded to the Lakers. I was like, okay, come dude, on. Yeah, dude, Trek needs to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> Not nice. Oof. I like Shannon Sharp. You do? I think <laughs> I like him a lot more than Skip. I think besides if he's I not can't talking stand about either of LeBron, I think he's generally intelligent. Two four one seven said one sixteen, one twelve jazz. Oh. That's that's fair. Hey, let's applaud the text line. You guys were on it today. Hey, uh Damian Lillard points. Uh what do you think? Forty three. Yeah, I, he hits forties tonight. That's I'm the with first you. number came to my head. Forty three. Yeah, forties tonight. I don't know if he hits the fifty burger. But he gets 40. I'll, yeah, I'm on board. Because I don't know if we have anybody that can guard that son of a gun. <laughs> I just, I hate it. Royce is too dumb. Donovan's <laughs> too tired. Um, Joe Ingles is too old. But Yonovich is just, like, out there. I have no idea what, where Bogey's mind is. Bogey's in another world five, six, three, one, uh, five, six, three, four said 121-118 Jazz. So I'm going to change my pick now because all of you picked the Jazz, so it's not going to happen anymore. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> That is absolutely what I've learned today. Uh, let's say uh, one one twenty five uh, one oh six Portland. All right, AJ, what'd you learn today? 
You don't pick the Jazz for anything. I mean, I already knew that. Cause Cody, what did you learn today? Uh, I also, well, I learned it a long time ago, but don't pick the Jazz for anything. <laughs> uh, I learned it to keep your mouth shut, by the way. <laughs> I'll buy that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I also oh, that Ajay's uh, desperate to give up that photo of his. Yes. I Yes. It's art. It is art. You have never seen it, so how would you know? I'm a critic. I already know. You're Intuition. a critic of art that you hadn't even seen. Intuition. How much time do we got? Uh, 20 seconds. All right. Well, uh, coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll have our Friday Five Best. I have no idea what we're going to do. We're going to recap Jazz. We're going to get you ready for the weekend. The Masters included. I know you're a big golf guy, AJ. Uh, we'll uh, update on Major League Baseball um, and uh, hit up uh, the uh, oh uh, high school baseball. It's been going underway as well. That's all coming up on the Full Court Press on Friday. For, for now, thanks, everybody. Good night.